Hello and welcome to the Optional Podcast, episode number 138 for the week of November 5th, 2018. The Optional Podcast is a show all about the latest in video games and entertainment recorded each week from New York City and bounced around cables and satellites all around the world. The whole world. And right into your listening device of choice. Yeah. As always, I'm Paul Tamayo and I'm here with my co-host, Cam Brewster. 138. Is the school that we go to teachers care for us so we never feel blue? Science and gym, we all learn together. Everyone needs an education. Wow. Yeah. You went to 138. I went to PS138Q. That's wild. Q stands for Queens. Queens. Uh, That was a, yo, we had some hippie ass teachers. And that song actually is based off of um yeah yeah that song I was like I thought that was like that's not the lyrics Paul I don't know why he thought it was cool to like remix that he was like he was way ahead of the the curve there I mean now now teachers are doing like Cardi B raps oh my god oh that's that that's that's kind of I mean it makes sense right I mean that song was from like the sixties seventies that was terrible yeah at least the teachers are like he should have done like Baby Got Back or something. Or something from like the era, like make it a Wu Tang song or something. But Bring in um, your snacks. <laughs> What's good, man? Chilling, man. Um, I've been a little bit under the weather. Really? Yeah, this week. Um, I don't know, man. I just got a little bug. I'm re- I'm pretty good at like getting rid of colds, but this one's just fucking with me. Something's been going it's a, on. It's like a um, it's not like really bad, but like I'm just like nasally and like congested. Oh. I can't breathe most of the time, and then I have a little bit. Of a cough, but it's like gone completely for the last two days. Yeah, like I w- yesterday I was sneezing uh. <laughs> like a mother. You remember that? that uh, I don't know if it was a vine or something, but it's a video. Of this grandma just like she kept sneezing. <laughs> like, ah, She's yeah, like yeah, that yeah. was me all day. Oh, God. Um. So I've just been like he- eating hot shit and tea. Nice. And, you know. You know how it goes. You should get some uh, ginger. Some pho- some pho. Pho's good with the like the lemon ginger shit in there. Yeah. Chicken. I make my I make ghetto pho. Get off with a ramen, like That's top good, top yeah. ramen. Put some like spice in there though. Oh yeah, oh. clear up your sinuses. Onion, spice, yeah, man. garlic, all that shit. All that good shit. Yeah, I just have bad um sinuses, so like my shits need. I need new sinuses. You gotta throw just, my shits out. Yeah, yeah, just replace them. I haven't been able to smell in like months. Really? Yeah. You should get that checked out. Mm-hmm. Probably. Everybody get it, get your bodies checked out. We care for your health. For your health. What's up with you? Uh, not week? much. So quick update for the for the show. We are on Anchor. We're on Anchor now. Yeah, Anchor. Uh, fine folks at Anchor reached out to us and we're like, hey, do you want to uh, host the show on our site? And we're like, yeah. It's, I mean, I've I've actually uh, like messed around with Anchor a little bit little before. Bit. Like when I went to, when I went to Japan and, and Korea, I was like, I messed around with it because I was I had like plans of doing like a daily podcast, and then like three days into my trip, I was like, that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I can't do this. But like yeah. the I, I liked Anchor so much because it was it was like a thing you could I could do on my phone right. while I was away, and they the have audio some cool stuff good. on here. Really cool stuff. Like you can actually create. I mean, if, hey, if you've been looking to get into the podcast game, listeners, look into Anchor. Look into Anchor. It's really easy. You don't need, you don't need a lot to like set up and get started. Yeah. But um, and also they didn't pay us to say that so. they did not. They're not paying us anyway. Yeah, so. <laughs> just yeah. so you know, that was just, yeah, that was just off just the strength, off the strength of the brand. The yeah. brand is strong. The brand is strong. So um, yeah, so we switched we switched over there. So like that doesn't change anything for you. Hopefully, mm-hmm. uh, you should still be listening to the show in any way you prefer. So iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, even or Stitcher, any of those any of those great podcast catchers. Um, but the cool thing is, is if you download the Anchor app, you can um, send us voice messages, which is like one thing I was really excited about because like there's there's not a lot of um, things on the listener end that are like worth you know switching over to anchor for mm-hmm. although there are really great podcasts on that on that platform that like encourage interaction with the listeners which i think is a pretty cool uh twist on the on the whole thing so um 
Yeah, besides that, we're all, I'm also going to be transitioning off of the Patreon because they also have a supporter system on, on Anchor. So you, if you want to give us a buck a month, you can do it through Anchor, which right. I think uh, would just be easier to just wrangle everybody into one service. Um, so yeah, so just I'll keep you guys updated. But also, if you get if you get a chance to uh, download the app on your phone, download the Anchor app and send us voice me- voice messages. Yeah, and they, we'll play them on the show. Your, like yeah, you can play it on the show if you have any like comments or like quick little. Um, just thoughts. First time, long time. Yeah, first time, long time. Or questions, you can do that through there. Or yeah, comments and or questions are you know very yeah, much much needed, needed and appreciated. And send in your poetry. Send in. Well, I mean, keep it short. <laughs> keep it short. You make haikus. haikus yeah, yeah. Throw, send us your haikus. But uh, yeah, man. Other than that, um, not a lot going on. Uh, just been kind of uh, relaxing, but also had a pretty busy week. Yeah, you dropped um, some videos this week, man. That's some cool shit. Dropped two videos. So I alluded it to a while back, but I could, this actually will tie into my what I've been playing, so we'll just we'll just do that. Yeah. Um, so I had the uh, absolute privilege of uh, interviewing Mark McDonald. He used to be of the one-up uh, legacy back in the day. Yeah. And now he works for... He, he was doing some localization stuff and then he um, he, he did a bunch of stuff. But but now he's at uh, Enhance and um, he's working with uh, Tatsuya Mizuguchi and the team at Enhance, pe- people who've made uh, legendary titles and some of my personal favorites like Res, um, oh, well, Res Infinite and Luminous Remastered to be specific. And, um, n- and of course, now Tetris Effect. So I got a chance to um, interview them. They came by. Uh, they were so nice to stop by our studio and show me the game in mm-hmm. VR and um i got to play a bunch i got to play like a near final build of the game so i played a bu- uh there's a demo out well there was a demo out this weekend if you're listening to this on, listen, listening oh, to this Monday, on monday yeah. um but uh th- there was there were more levels than were included in the demo so i got to play a bunch of different like i basically got to play the whole game not not the whole game but like i got um, to dip into yeah, the, the yeah. full game <clears throat> and i played a bunch of the uh, effect modes what they're called so on top of the, what you've seen in the trailers like the journey mode which is like level by level each one is themed each one has specific assets and music and effects uh sound effects that on top of that they have these effect modes which are basically like kind of your run of the mill you know marathon Mm -hmm. time trial all that kind of stuff i believe there's a time trial but uh, all that kind of stuff and then in addition to that they're adding some new new modes to it which are like really fascinating um there's one called like um i think it's called purify where it's like you have to your your the matrix which is basically like the, the board when you, there are like infected pieces and like they're like kind of scattered throughout, so you basically have to clear lines that and then are pure, that line. Yeah, are on that line, and then wow. you, you purify the the other ones that are in the in the the rest of the matrix. So you have to keep just like you know specifically targeting those wow. areas, and then there are some that are like very specific too, where it's like bite sized challenges, where it's like uh, there's a there's a square in a very particular part, like maybe like three rows up and like uh, you know four columns over, and you have to knock out that thing in the allotted time slot oh, wow. so you don't have to worry about setting up a, a perfect tetris you just have to worry about filling in that, that particular one. line yeah. so it makes you think about using tetris pieces in ways that in for me i've been that playing this game my usually. whole life that i never have thought of that's very uh luminous of them totally yeah because they had in luminous there were these things where you it was make like shapes make a goat yeah <laughs> or like make a make a you or whatever and you're like oh fuck this is hard so you have to use those shapes in ways that like really challenge mm-hmm. your, your conventional way of thinking when it comes to tetris on top of that they also have uh, there's master mode, which they've uh, master Supreme mode, master, Supreme master mode. mode. Um, shout out to Steven, which are uh, this is a really really cool um, mode, basically for people who are very experienced at Tetris, right. where like the blocks just fall, they just fall, and then and then it actually, believe it or not, gets faster because 
at the very beginning when you're when the blocks are falling, there's there's no delay to them falling. They just, just drop. There. They just drop. So you're just moving left and right. You're moving left and right, and you and have to like dance them in. You yeah. Just, you can like you can the, the you get secret, a little second. Yeah. Yeah. The secret uh like the little secret sauce of playing advanced Tetris is just keep tapping until you fit it in somewhere, and mm-hmm. then you move on to the next one. Um, it still requires a lot of like um sort of patience and like uh collective sort of calm mm-hmm. thinking because if you fuck up. Uh, you have to be like, okay, I'm gonna fix it. I'm gonna fix it. Right. I have to fix it. And you, in uh, in the video I put in, in the part two video, you'll see at the end I messed up a bunch of times, but then I would like recover. So part of like advanced Tetris playing is like being able to recover. So that game really challenges you in that way. And it's funny enough, like in the, like I said in the second video, if you watch it all the way through to the end, um, Mark McDonald was saying like, yeah, we have like a semi pro player who comes in and he gets like M16 regularly. I was like, all right, cool. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, all right, bet. I'm, I'm, gonna try to, I'm gonna try to at least get like M5 or something, and I wound up getting M13. So, wow. I, like, and I and I made a stupid mistake, and I could have kept going, but I like, I, I fucked up. I was also playing like, you know, in my defense, <clears throat> playing it for the first time. I was playing it with the glare on the screen, so yeah. I was like, not in my optimal setting. Like last night when I was playing it, I was like two feet away from the monitor, and I was like, <laughs> my eyes were glazed over. I wasn't blinking. The lights were off, yo. I'm not even kidding. Yang was already in bed. It was like three in the morning because of daylight savings stuff. I forget what fucking time it was. Bullshit ass daylight. Bullshit ass daylight savings. So I'm like looking at the screen, just like my eyes glazed over, and I'm like in the zone. I'm in the zone, and so this mode. So there are so many modes. I haven't even touched upon all of them, but there's one mode called mystery mode. It's included in the weekend demo. It mm-hmm. was included in the weekend demo, where um you're playing Tetris. Like it's 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 pretty much standard Tetris until there are these randomized curveballs that they, that they throw at you. So there's these, these effects that they... Uh, so sometimes they'll like the board will flip like mirror and oh, you're like, good. all right, fuck. Sometimes the board flips upside down and the pieces are falling up. And so right is left, left is right. Oh my God. Sometimes... It's it's actually a lot of fun <laughs> if you're exper- if you're like a really advanced yeah, player. Like- Some of that sometimes there will be these bombs that are included in the in the matrix. So mm-hmm. like one of the squares again will be like it's almost like the infected thing, where it'll be like it'll be a specified. It'll be like a glowing purple, and you're like okay that's a bomb, and and it'll show you the blast radius of the bomb. So you have like ten moves, to like ten drops, ten pieces to drop. And you have to clear that line to defuse the bomb. If you don't defuse the bomb, it just goes, it explodes and the pieces fly out. So it'll leave a gaping hole in your matrix. matrix. Yeah. So if you have a nice stack going where all you have to do is drop a line to get a Tetris. So could you strategically use that to help you? Totally. Okay. (laughs) In in, in a lot of ways, it's helped me out because I've had like a mess of a matrix. And a bomb goes off and it just cleans it all up. And I'm like, all right, cool. But it's not—it's never like a perfect explosion though, because it's like a circle. Right. So there's always like some sort of pyramid shape uh, to it that you have to sort of navigate around. But on top of that, sometimes they'll they'll give you like these giant Tetris pieces that just make up a bunch of little squares. So you have to like find a place to put them, just like smash it down, and just clean them up. Um, there's so many wacky, dumb things. That they'll they'll give you like these bootleg Tetris pieces. So there's like three squares that are just like one's like just an angle, like a straight up like boomerang. <laughs> there's another one that's just like two two squares stacked on top of each other, and then one adjacent, like to like one diagonally across. So like these weird, wacky ass pieces that really force you to improvise. Right. It's, it's it's not like it's in when. So for me, it's regular not your Tetris. Yeah, for me, regular Tetris is like, all right. I know what to do here. Mm-hmm. Not my first rodeo. I know what to do. But mystery mode is like, okay, uh, upside oh, down time. Yeah. And you're like, oh, fuck. The crazy thing that's happening. I have so many so many thoughts about this game. I haven't even scratched the surface. I'm yeah. trying to like wrap this up. But, no, that's fine. Um, the crazy thing is when it flips upside down, um, since I've, cause I've been playing all this stuff for my entire life and I'm so used to Tetris, um, 
at first it was jarring. It's like, oh my God, I don't know how to do this. But after the fourth or fifth time, I was like, okay, I understand. But my brain was like, my brain made a flip. Like it literally flipped and it was like, got it. you're in the matrix. I understand. Like yeah. my brain was like, okay, this is Tetris. Like, right. it's, it's just like your, your brain has to mirror it. So right is left, left is right. And you're like, okay, I got, I, I got it. And the, the good thing is, is that they're also very like, um, merciful. So when they flip it upside down, they lower the speed all the way down to one. Mm. So it it it's goes like really really slow. Yeah. So you have time to really think about. But where you, you can drop it if, you, if you're ready, right? Yeah, if you okay. hit up, it'll just immediately drop down. But um, but specifically, like, so first of all, the game is amazing. Um, there when I first played it, I was very like, I'm curious to get your thoughts because you, really quick at the um, yeah. at the bodega, we we're talking about like how you played a little bit of it, and you were a little distracted by some of the visual effects and stuff. Visual and the noises yeah, coming yeah. from my behind me and shit. Shoot. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, like, what uh, Yeah, what are some of your general impressions before well, I jump into so mine? So, like, I mean, I... I'm not a huge Tetris player. I Like, because I, I know my limitations. Like, I had Tetris. Like, that was probably one of the first games I ever had. Right. Never clicked with me. Interesting. Like, I'm more of a Luminous guy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, it's more forgiving. It's yeah. a little easier. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's just, like, a little bit, be- uh, like, the pacing is just different. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I remember in high school, like you and Suhel would like play all the time, like yeah, battle each other. Beast. And I was like, these fucking nerds, man. <laughs> get out of here with that shit. Yo, let's yeah, go play Call of Duty. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but you guys would go ham. Um, so I was like excited because I saw your, um, your thing. And uh, Sam yesterday, shout Sam. Um, she was like, oh, you might as well just get it this weekend. Since, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. just to try it out. Try it out. She's like, it's more of like the uh, the audio is what you're really gonna get out of it since you don't have like VR or anything. So I was like, yeah, All right, yeah. yeah. So I'll check it out. So this morning I paid for like maybe ten minutes. Yeah, probably a little, little under ten minutes because I didn't have that much time. But um, yeah, and it was just it was a little bit more distracting than I imagined. Mm. I was like, this is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't get it twisted. This yeah. game looks awesome. Yeah. Um, it like looks like luminous to me. I'm like, oh shit, that's yeah, fucking awesome. It has a lot <laughs> of that DNA. In there. Yeah, and then. Uh, but I'm just not not good at it. Like, right. I don't know the d- DNA of Tetris. Like, I don't know. Like, my brain doesn't think in tetri. Yeah, into traminos. Into traminos. Well, that's what it is. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. You're a nerd. Some um, people say tetraminos. Tetraminos. I, I guess I say tetraminos, but I guess it could be tetraminos. Yeah, I don't know which one sounds better to me, but um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just a little bit more distracting than I imagined. I guess some more time with it. I'll probably play tonight mm-hmm. when I leave. Um, just to like you know get my fill of it um and then maybe next week i'll talk about or i'll just put in the discord how i feel about it but yeah it was just a little bit more distracting like the sounds are fucking gorgeous like yeah. it sounds amazing but it's also like shit coming around it you feels like it's behind you yeah, and shit. Like, yeah it's yeah, fucking yeah. weird it's like yeah oh, fuck. so <laughs> i would definitely say spend more than 10 minutes with it yeah it, it, it takes a long time for it to um to become normal normal right. so like uh even even last night i played a bunch of it and even last night i had to wait until like my third or fourth round of of mystery mode for me to like settle in yeah because it's weird because like your brain is all over the place when you're playing this game because you're like it's a thing in front of you right Mm -hmm. but the sounds are coming off to your left and your right and behind you depending on how your headphones how good your headphones are right right right. (laughs) yeah yeah. but it's just weird it's like you never expect you expect that from 3d games of course you don't really expect that from puzzle games you know yeah like so your brain's like not looking for that at all right right right, right. so it's fucking bizarre to me yeah, like yeah, yeah. To, to me who like one i'm already concentrating so hard on tetris sure sure sure, sure. <laughs> on the game and then this other shit yeah um so right now it's not my cup of tea but i do like i like it 
Like I like it visually. I like what it's doing that way. But yeah. it's not necessarily like my favorite thing right now. So one of the favorite things I remember uh, from my interview with uh, Tatsuya Mizuguchi mm-hmm. and Mark McDonald was also please watch those videos. Yeah, they're awesome. I, I worked really hard on them. They're they're at youtube.com slash Kotaku or you can just go to Kotaku.com slash videos and you'll see them. They're, they're probably up there. But um, yeah, one of my favorite things about what Mark McDonald told me, because I asked him about like, okay, this game is called Tetris Effect. It's based on an actual neurological condition. It's based on a, the Tetris Effect, which right, is a real thing. People always see Tetris. Yeah, and there, and there are different, uh, people have different like meanings to Tetris Effect. And like, so mine is like, I think about it. If I play it for a while, now that I'm playing it again, um, when I have like moments of silence, and I'm just like bored of thinking about stuff. I will play Tetris in my head. Mm. Some people dream of Tetris. Other people see Tetris in, in, in tiles and, yeah, and you know, in windows, geometry. Yeah. Um, and but like in the trailer, even the, the the announced trailer, there was like there's there was things that were like I think it was I forgot who initially made the study, but I, I wrote about it in my preview. I I, I linked to the study um, where there were people with um, you know things like certain. Um, neurological conditions that didn't allow for them to remember stuff or they had different forms of uh, mental disabilities but the tetris thing stuck with them so they, uh-huh. they were able to remember vividly playing tetris and mm-hmm. so there's this thing that like playing tetris in this logical thing which i think you're talking about uh is a it's a real thing so it, it the game tapped into that but it's also like the so i asked mark mcdonald like what are you guys doing to like explore that sort of space and um, he was saying like, yeah, I just, I just the initial code name for this game was Zen Tetris or Trip, and Zen Tetris was meant to be this thing of like you're playing Tetris, but it's like a logical game. It's a logical game. It's a logical puzzle game. But uh, we wanted you to experience certain emotions and certain mm-hmm. things and themes and moods. And uh, the journey mode, which is a, I'm sure what you've played, yeah, that's what I was like. Um, it tells a story. Mm. And on top of that story, um, it also ramps up the difficulty and then it brings it back down. So it actually like will dynamically mix the, the the difficulty as you play it. So normal Tetris, like marathon Tetris it's or whatever, always 1, to yeah. 100, 1 to 10, and 11, 12, 13, and you, you never go back down. And you hit a wall, and then you go back, and you try to hit, go crap, you know, get over that wall again, yeah. and boom, you hit that wall again. But Tetris Effect does this really cool thing where, uh, yeah, like you, you'll, you'll notice it where you're like, oh my God, oh my God, and you finally get over that hill, and then you're like, oh. Wow. Yeah, that's very um, luminous. Like, yeah, luminous does it a lot. Yeah, it gives you like these like one, two, three, really fast, really hard. Like the the, the wipe is going fast. Yeah, by really fast, and you're like, what the fuck? And then it'll give you like a really nice slow one. You're like, yeah, woo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you, you get to relax and you come back down. It's it's really it really is like having a trip or, yeah. or listening to an album that wow. like has different segments to it. And um, and man, I gotta say like. I on the show have been sort of like the resident VR skeptic. Uh, I mean, oh, yeah, I, I like sure. VR and I yeah. think it's cool, but I still think it's too clunky. I think it's really expensive. I don't think we're there yet for the amount of for the amount that it costs. I think we're still it's still not as like polished and and great as it should be in my opinion. But having played this multiple times in VR now, it's like this is what you get VR for because the moment the first moment at the preview event months ago when I when I first landed my Tetris, I wrote about it in my preview too. I, I said, like, I've done it a million times, but I've, but I've never felt it before. I've never done it before like this. Mm. So the first time I did a Tetris, and I think it was the f- very first level, which is, like, the, the song in the trailer, um, like, whales and, like, um, what are they called? Stingrays. They just swam around me, and I could see them, like, looking around me, and I, and I felt the must have been cool. the headphones, like, I could feel the sound and the vibration. Everything just sort of clicked in a way in VR 
that I'm sure it clicks in, in to a degree with when you're playing it on on a screen, which I mean I, I've I've definitely felt it. But in VR, it's a whole different it's a whole different ball game because you're you're not looking at it in a rectangle where some you know something might distract you in the corner of your right, eye yeah. or the lighting does a glare on the screen. It's like no, you're in that shit. Um, That's weird. So it's it's fast. It's a fascinating game. I want to spend way more time with it. Um, I in fact I, I plan on doing so even to, even after we wrap up the show I'm probably gonna play more just because the event stuff but I forget, I even forgot to mention that like they were describing so the game doesn't have multiplayer unfortunately which I think is a bummer but um, there are leaderboards there are like timed events like I think they're like gonna be weekly or weekend events where for 24 hours the community at large has a chance to contribute to a larger goal that's awesome um, so and there are these really cool things where like there's like a lobby system where it's just like the the a sh- like a, a shot of like the earth and all the lights where people are playing. Oh wow! It's like, it's like lit up, and uh, your avatar will like h- sort of fly around the world, like orbit the world, and you'll have a, a specific avatar which you can unlock by playing the effect modes. But if you, uh, when there's an event happening and you all contribute to the event, if you manage to like unlock that thing, you will all be rewarded with that event like based avatar, like very rare avatar. So there's like sort of like a a gotcha mechanic yeah, yeah, going yeah. on there. Um, but they're claiming there are no like loot boxes that you don't pay for that shit you Good. all do it through the game uh we'll see right but that yeah, stuff is cool this looks really cool like this seems like for people who have vr systems and who are really into textures like this is like christmas came early it yeah is. i mean like it it's is. really cool it's very niche but like i think that it is pretty neat i can't i can't wait to like check it out some more yeah uh, you kind of like I want to feel that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't have VR, so I'm not going to really get the whole effect, but sure. uh, maybe in the future, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's it's made me consider seriously getting a PSVR just for this game. Mm-hmm. And then, and, I, and I've and i heard really good things about Astro. I think it's called AstroBot. I, oh, play, yeah, I, I played Moss on cool. PSVR a while back, which I think which I think is exclusive to PS to PlayStation, which is fucking amazing. Yeah, I heard AstroBot's very similar to Moss in that aspect. Oh, Where you're cool. like, you're controlling the world around it. Nice. Around the, the thing. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So like now that like you know VR has been out there for a while, there mm-hmm. are these things that you can play with that are, are worth the worth that expense. And I think that if you have a PSVR, I think Tetris Effect is a must buy. Or even if you like uh, have previously played Res, Res Infinite, or or Luminous, um, I think check it out. I mean, I know the Tetris thing is a big hurdle for folks. Yeah. But. I think it's cool that they're they're kind of tweaking with the formula and and also like Journey for the most part is oh, there's one thing I forgot to mention too. Journey for the most part is like a reintroduction to Tetris. Journey the mode that you played um and you can play it on easy, like no shame, like play that play that shit on easy or play it on normal. Um just just to get reacquainted with, just to get your feet wet again with with Tetris and the logic behind Tetris, but also just to experience it because mm. this thing isn't meant to be like this thing that you surmount and it becomes a hurdle for me that's what it is right but for a lot of people out there who haven't played Tetris in a while, play it on beginner like just just ride out the wave like just feel the like feel the actual experience enjoy it and then if if you wanna actually get better at Tetris and also like play it at a more advanced level, the game will offer. It offers some pretty, uh, cus- like pretty de- deep customization features. So you can, you don't have to make the Tetris pieces like uh, themed to each level. You can turn down the particle effects. You can turn it down. You could turn down a lot of shit. Oh wow! Just so that it just remains like pure Tetris. There's also marathon mode in there. So if you want to play straight up Tetris, you can do that. So they they, they also like made efforts to, you know, quell a lot of fears that people I had, that even I had when I first played the the, the impression the the uh, preview at the at the PlayStation event a while back. 
I was like, man, there was there was some shit that I couldn't even see. It, it got in my eyes. I couldn't even like it got in the way of like what I was looking at. I couldn't even see it. But they, that's why they included things like the zone mechanic. Have you played with the zone mechanic? No. So the that? zone mechanic is a, is a meter that you fill up based off of how many tetrises and combos you land. Mm-hmm. It's on the bottom left hand side, if I recall correctly, and it fills up. It's like this like counterclockwise little meter. Like everything is nowadays. And once it's filled up, you hit the trigger, any of the triggers, and it'll freeze the board. And it slows down the music. It slows down the effects. And all you got to do is just like just land, clear lines, clear lines, mm. clear lines. And then once you clear a line, it pushes it to the bottom and it pushes up everything else at the top. So if you have a bunch of bubbles, you just like clear mm, lines, clear that, out. clear that out. So it's a way for newcomers to dig themselves out of holes. It's also a way for, for returning players and veterans like me to rack up points. So if I know I'm like, all right, I got this, hit zone, I'm like, boom, 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 you can clear lines. You can even get to like, I think it was like 12, I think you get 12 or 14 wow. lines. And like, I'm like, I'm getting there. I got like a dodecahectris, dodecatris, something like that. It was like a 10, 12 clear <laughs> line. Um, so you can, these words? you can use it to, so it's, it's, it's very welcoming to new players and, and returning players, but it's also like, you can customize it in a way that Fits removes you, yeah. a lot of that shit. So I think, and it's forty bucks. I mean, like yeah, it's not, not super pricey. It's For, I mean, it looks great. Yeah, so I, I think that that's a really nice price point. I would love for them to bundle this with the PSVR. This could be a really cool like seller. Like the way they sold, they they bundled the shit with the Game Boy, mm-hmm. and it was a smash hit for the Game Boy. I mean, obviously it's not like nineteen fucking eighty five or whatever eighty eight, but I feel like you know. This uh, this is a thing that people of all ages have played at one point or another. In my opinion, I think you have to. It's like even Mark McDonald in, in our interview no, said. It's so ingrained into the world society. It's like yeah, it's like it's, it's Tetris. Yeah. It's like it's as like like Mark said. It's like as close to a perfect game design as you can get. It's so pure and like beautiful and like it's that's why it's lasted this long, right? Um, so I'm I am a Tetris fan. Uh, Stan might one might even say. Um, but uh, yeah, man, check it out. It's really cool. Um, I'm gonna play more of it when it comes out on Friday, and uh, I'll have more thoughts the following our yeah. next show. So stay tuned because I want to. I really want to dig in and and chomp in on this thing. But other than that, um, got to play some Diablo three on Switch. That's officially out. How's it feel? It's good, man. It's it's Diablo. It's it's console style Diablo. If as you're used to it by yeah. now, if you've played it on console, a uh, couple of little bells and whistles that have been added, like. Um, some Nintendo exclusive gear, like there's a Ganondorf like armor set for I think the bar. What is it? The uh, not the barbarian. The uh, the I forget what it's. I forgot what class it is, but it's for that class. And uh, it's good, man. It's also cool because I, I want to try. I, I I tried playing it on the Switch on the um on the train on the way home the other day. And I think because I started a seasonal game, it requires an online connection, and I wasn't able to figure out how to start a new game. I might just be dumb and couldn't figure it out at that moment. And I got frustrated. Yeah, I think you just have to just pick. It's like a drop it's like down a list. list. Yeah, I have to figure out how to get to that list. So we started a seasonal game recently with my friends, and you were able to like, switch back to normal. Yeah, you can All switch right, back cool. to normal. So I need to figure that out because I was like, I think I was, you might have to start a new game, but yeah, yeah, that's probably what I had to figure out how to do, which was a bummer. But I was like, whatever, it's it's fine. It's like Diablo on the train, which is fucking pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, man, it's fun. I also could see myself getting back into it if like friends got back into it, and like, is it, it? It'd be cool if you could like get together with friends and play like local play. Yeah, local play would be yeah. Cool. Is it um, yeah? I wonder if you would have to start a game. I oh, know you can play with any character. 
Mm. Like you can play with your leveled up character, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But uh, does it add all the DLCs and all that stuff? I believe so. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. That's so pretty it's, cool. It's like I f- it's called like the Eternal Collection. Good. So it has like everything in there. Yeah. It's basically like the final Diablo form. It's like the final version of this game. Yeah. Uh, it's good, man. I like it a lot. Um, I don't know that I would spend money on it though. To be honest, like I got a code for it, and I was like, I played a lot of it, and I was like, oh, this is dope. But I, I don't know if I have the time to dig into it. Diablo's right now. good. It just doesn't like, for some reason. It just doesn't like make me want to play. When I'm playing, mm. I'm having a great time. Yeah, that's a good point. It's not something I want to like, want, like you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to play some Diablo. <laughs> Diablo, Diablo on you. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like it is. This is one of those games. Like my friends, they always you know invite me, and I'm like, I kind of don't want to. Play. Yeah, you want to play Black Ops though? Yeah, right. It's like Black Ops. I want to play. Yeah, I want to like, play wanna, Black Ops. I don't know. I don't know if there's a lot there for me to want to like. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always want to like this game because people love this fucking. I know, and I, I, I I've gotten pretty far in this game too. I've beaten the the actual main game. I've gotten to to, to the end game. Um, this is a couple of years back, but um, and then I started off recently with the new season, and like I got to like level sixteen, seventeen, mm-hmm. and that was like the last time I played, and I was like, damn. Mm. Yeah, I I feel <laughs> like because I, I played it on PC on on my Mac actually, mm-hmm. my MacBook. And I, we, me and Yang, we, we ran through it. We beat it. Played it on PS4. Did the same thing. We beat it. We did, like, the first DLC pack or whatever. And then I, like, let go. So this, this is my third time playing this game. And I'm like, I don't know. I feel like if, the, if this is your shit and you want to play it on the go and you, and you have friends, even if it's, like, one other friend that you know you're going to get, like, together with and play locally, I think, yeah, consider it. But I don't know. I mean, like, people who love Diablo love Diablo. I mean, we've we've seen that we've this past seen, weekend, yeah. yeah, this past week. But um, I don't know, man. I, I feel like it's 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 a weird thing. Also, like, it, but it's also like so good at when it's good that it's hard to like just just completely dismiss it. Mm. Um, because it's I mean it's Diablo. Yeah, like, it's it's just so fucking good. It is. So I don't know. But, um, and it does some cool stuff. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I like the I like it. I like the game. I like when I'm playing it. But you have to convince me to play. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Like, give me a reason why. Like, yeah, why it, there I really has this? to be nothing else out. That's the reason yeah. I started it. And then those was like the week before uh, all these games. Like, it was week before Call of Duty dropped. Week before, two weeks before uh, Red Dead. So it was like, I was like, I had nothing else on my plate. So it was, it was great. Yeah. But yeah, man, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I also think if like if you're about to travel and you need something to like really grind in, like grind on. Also, though. Um, Moonlighter's coming out soon. Tomorrow. Well, which, today, if you're watching if, on Monday. Oh, really? Listening on Monday, yeah. Moonlighter's great. It's, it's another great, like, dungeon crawler meets Stardew Valley I'm type thing. I might cop that again, too. Well, I got the code for it originally, but I might actually buy it for Switch because when I played it, I played, like, I played, like, probably 10 or... I mean, I'm not... I'm not oh, I'm so not you already scratched the surface. I just scratched the surface. But I remember even then, like, I put it down consciously thinking, like, I'm going to wait for the Switch, Switch. version. Because it was supposed to come out in the summer, but... Or I think it was supposed to come out in the summer. Uh, I might be bugging. It might, it might actually just been fall, but um. No, I think you said fall. Yeah. Right. When, okay. When okay. You cool. were playing it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I'm. That's a perfect ass Switch game. Like, oh man, it's. I liked it a lot. Yeah, it looks cool. It looks right up my alley. <laughs> yeah. Um, it looks kind of what I'm looking for right now. Just you know, a grind you know, away. Like a, like a travel game. You know. Totally. Totally. Um, but besides that, I've been playing nothing but Red Dead. Like yeah. yesterday, I played like for five or six hours straight. It's a great game. After I got home. So how 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 long are you? Like how many hours do you think? Oh man, 30, I had lost 40? count. According to the game's progression, whatever percentage thing that means, I'm assuming it's like the main campaign. 
I'm about 40% of the way through. It mixes a lot of stuff. Oh, I'm it? like 40% through and I'm only at the second camp. Me too. Okay, yeah. So I don't I don't know if that's... Like I did some like side character stuff, like the yeah. the strangers and stuff, and it bumped it up a lot. And I, I do like, a lot what of the fuck? I do yeah. a lot of stranger shit. Me too. It's so fun. Yo, dude, I ran it. Um, so I don't know how to talk about this. So I guess I'll talk about stuff. what I don't like right now. I have some thoughts too. Yeah. So um, as I keep playing this game, I don't really fuck with the black bar thing, and it it mm. it reminds me of that um, Jason Schreier piece that it came out a couple weeks ago. And he talks about how, like, they had to scrap a lot of stuff just yeah. to add. Like, hours were lost. Yeah, dude. Putting this cinematic experience with these black bars. If, if you haven't played, every time there's, like, a, an important scene or a mm-hmm. cut scene, they add these two, like, widescreen black bars, and it makes it ultra-wide, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it doesn't really add anything to it. It looks kind of cheap. I agree. I 100% I'm not like a movie buff or anything like like I don't really give a shit about that type of stuff but it's like this doesn't it kind of makes me (laughs) and it's hard to think of this game like you can't look at this game in a bubble or in a vacuum like you have to take it all right so Mm -hmm. all the the labor shit and all the stuff that we've been hearing about that's always gonna be on my mind with this game yeah it's hard (laughs) to ignore that (laughs) shit if you're a fucking human being that cares about human beings it's hard to fucking ignore that shit yeah so I, I was thinking about this the other day I was racking my brain like you because I was talking to a friend who doesn't like really, he just plays games, right? right. He, he doesn't necessarily think about them critically. Okay. And Or about like, he doesn't have to talk about games all the time. Sure. So he doesn't really have to have like a thought in a certain way, you know, like he doesn't yeah. have to like think about this stuff. So he was talking about it and I was trying to, like, I brought up this stuff and he had no idea. like About the labor stuff? Yeah. Like, I mean, he heard about it, but okay. he didn't really like, it didn't affect him right. at all. So I'm wondering... Are, are people like, I don't know. It's just weird for me. Like, how are people outside who are just buying this game because they're fans of the series um, or fans of Rockstar um, that don't necessarily uh, follow, like, the Twitter stuff, don't follow Kotaku, follow GameSpot, you know, like, mm-hmm. don't actually, like, care about, like, games, media, or writing. Yeah, like, they don't care about the actual creation and, like, the, the yeah. critical side. And it's and... not that they don't care. It's just that they're not aware. Sure, right? sure, 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 sure. Um, so like, I wonder how that affects them, but it was, it was just so weird that cause everybody else that I talked to, we had these conversations, right? Mm-hmm. We're having these conversations all the time. Like, Yo, you heard about that crunch? Yeah, 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 exactly. And I was talking to someone who kind of plays, he doesn't play casually. He's a big gamer, but it didn't f- affect him either way. Like it was just so bizarre to me. I was That's just like, interesting. Huh. huh? And I couldn't have a conversation about this game without, <laughs> without like, Oh, this is kind of weird. Yeah, you know, yeah, it yeah. just felt weird to talk to him about it. Yeah. Um. But so he was just purely liking the game, whatever. So that's fine. Um. So I that black bar shit kind of like um turns me off. Um. No, I actually I agree. To just to to piggyback off of this point, I one thousand percent agree. And when I first read that in Jason's piece, mm-hmm. I was like, that was a waste because like I get what they're yeah. trying to go for, but every time what what kills it for me is every time you enter a cutscene, it goes. and like the bars come on screen so for me that just means like it's not like they may i mean i could be wrong here speaking out of my ass i don't know but usually in because i'm a student of film literally i I graduated with a degree in writing and 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 screen directing like or screenwriting and directing so like i when you see those bars those mean something Mm -hmm. right they mean you shot with a specific type of lens with a specific type of 
adapter or like or, or film stock or something. So, but when it comes on screen, you just go, oh, these are just bars. Yeah, these are. Yeah, exactly. They don't lend anything to the narrative. Like they don't lend yeah. anything to that feeling. Right. You're not getting any of it. Right. You know, you're not- <laughs> yeah. Like it, it, if you if you change the aspect ratio, then I expect like certain things to look a bit different. Right. And it just feels like a like bars on a screen. It just feels like um, so weird. Like we we used to do that sometimes in when we first started off, like first year, second year film school, where you shot on like tape or whatever, and you mm-hmm. add bars on the screen to make it look cinematic. And you and while you were shooting, you taped off the the monitor so you knew where to how to frame everything. Right. And that and that feels cheap because you can tell that you you shot that thing on like a eighteen millimeter lens, <laughs> but it's giving the effect, effect quote right. unquote of like a, a you know an anamorphic lens. So. It feels weird. It, it definitely doesn't add anything, in my opinion. And yeah, I don't. I don't like it. I, I think it, it could. It could have been left out, in my opinion. It take like it takes me out of it. Like yeah. not that this is like a super immersive thing. Like I can separate that. Mm-hmm. But it it just doesn't like. It makes me go ugh. <laughs> like every time I'm like, oh god, enough yeah, yeah. with the bars. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm not really feeling that. Um, yeah, and another thing about this game is like it's so. <laughs> it's so really into its animations. Yeah, man. Like it like jerks circle jerks itself. Oh yeah. It's up a so lot. It's a lot, yeah. With this animation. So you have to like you know, like it's fine in certain instances. Like a lot of the stuff, like when you're getting off your horse and stuff like that, that's really cool. When you're putting your gun around and you're just twirling it. Yeah. You put that's it back, cool. Like that's so cool. It's a little like little nuanced things. But when I'm skinning my fifth elk <laughs> Dog, just give me the just fucking give me skin, the shit, dog. Man. Like, yeah, let me, let me tap, me hold X. Yeah, let me like cut, skip that scene. It's yeah. just like ugh, little shit like that. Yeah, really is starting to grind my gears. <laughs> but it, I mean, that's not the worst thing, of course. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so like, I, I'm making a list of keep going, but that that bar shit and the the animation stuff is just no. really stressing me the fuck out. I had I had a mission um where I had to like shit goes awry mm. as it often does, and I had to like duck in the cover i forget what exactly happened um we were it was me and someone else mm-hmm. i forget who I, I forget who who it was it might have been i think this guy named charles or something and we had to like shoot our way out of this place and stuff that, that happens a lot in this game so yeah. not a spoiler <laughs> alert but in this game. you get to see a lot of those things that you go oh, man i don't like that shit like mm. it's it's that classic in my opinion rock star shit where um if you didn't hit your mark, it feels like a movie. If you didn't hit your mark and you didn't shoot that guy at the right time and you didn't look over and shoot, oh, you know what it was? We were so we were in a saloon, and there's a cut. I don't know if you got this far, but it's in, it's in roads, mm-hmm. and you and you're doing this thing with moonshine, and then it cuts into like this set piece where you have to shoot your way out, and you go to the second floor, you jump off the balcony, but it feels like a movie. It feels like um, it feels like it's rehearsed, right? So right. it feels like it's choreographed, where like. All right, black bars are going away. Yeah, time to go into game yeah. time. That so guy's gonna come out of there. Yeah, he's coming this out the window. This guy's gonna roll out. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> this guy at the top of the stairs, he's coming out. When you get to the top of the stairs, some guys can come up from the balcony. Like, how do you get over there? I don't know. You gotta <laughs> shoot him. You shoot him, and then you, and then he's like, "Help me, Arthur!" And you gotta shoot the guy before he kills him. And then once you do that, there's a guy who's behind you. So after like the third or fourth time, because you died, right? Because you failed to hit your mark. <laughs> it's like, Charles right, died. Everybody back to one. Yeah, right. Reset. Right, right. All right, and action. And you do it again. And like after the third or fourth time. You're like, fuck, this is bullshit. Like, it doesn't give you that. I mean, it's not bullshit, no. but it's annoying because it's like the game wants you to do this thing. Mm-hmm. And the game, like, 
that's a like recurring theme in this game where it's like the game wants you to stumble upon this happy accident thing that like we praised it last week about being like oh my god it's so amazing we we, we found this mm-hmm. thing but then the more you hear about people talking about the game it's like uh, I, I made the Westworld comparison, but it feels like Westworld. One hundred percent, everybody's in their places. Yeah, and the world is about you, right? Right. So it's literally centered around you. Yeah, it has this illusion of making you feel like you're just finding something. Yeah, happenstance. Yeah, you're, everything's uh, working without you. Right, right, right. And it it's cool. Illusion. That's fine. It feels like, but but also, it's like a Disney World ride where you're like, oh, the door opened to the left. Oh no! Yeah, like if, if I went to Jones Disney in nineteen ninety two, yeah, and I go. 2018 the small world ride yeah it's gonna be the i know exactly it was yeah. the same when i was a little kid it's like uh, it reminded <laughs> me it reminds me of the of the spider-man ride in universal mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it's still there or it's not probably, probably not, not. Yeah. but um it was like oh no like it's fucking doc Ock, and like you know spider-man jumps on your car he's like all right guy and we did it like three <laughs> times right and you're like you know what's gonna happen right. so you know like oh he, he saves the day right. Woo! so it feels like that in a lot of ways and you know it's it's it breaks the immersion when it's the third fucking time where you forgot to turn around to shoot this one guy and then he runs up to you and just shoots you in the head. Yeah, this definitely, like, this game um, expects you to kind of finish it in one try, right? Right. Especially these main set-piece missions where it's, like, very scripted and stuff, not just, like, you just, like, shooting shit. Right. Like, it w- like if you get it that first time, oh, that was a cool fucking moment. Yeah, man, that was amazing. But after the second or third time, you're just like, oh, <sighs> fuck, fuck this shit. Yeah, yeah it, it does seem, a little, it feels a little exhausting in that aspect. I haven't had, like, a lot of trouble so far yet. Um, but, like, I have had to do stuff over. I'm like, that's bullshit. Like, I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing just now. Like, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I, I missed one line because I looked, Yang asked me something. I was like, well, okay. Yeah. I turned back around. I'm like, oh, shit, what was I supposed to do? So that that's another thing. Yeah, that's a good one. Um Another thing is also like I was talking about this with Bo and in, in our text group, but we were talking about like the systems and like the controls and this game wants you to, it's trying to allow you to do everything, right? But at what cost, right? Like it wants you to be able to rob somebody, it wants you to be able to get on your horse, dual wield. It wants mm. you to be able to shoot into the air. It wants you to be able to lasso. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All these things on a 14 input controller <laughs> yo facts holy shit and it's like it gets in the way yo for 1000 percent. it gets in the way like a lot and like i can see where people are frustrated like i read it all the time i'm like yeah it's not great no like i i personally don't mind it so much because i'm i'm like i do mind it but i'm wondering how do we get <laughs> if i'm a developer like how do i get everybody to be able to do all the stuff right on this on yeah, this controller yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you and you have to use the same button for multiple right things. multiple things of yeah, course yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so you're like always going through menus yo i went to and i, I know this has happened to people before I, i've heard it happen to other yeah. people i'm like this will never happen to me yeah i ran up on I, I found this house in the middle of nowhere so i, I walked up to it and i'm like oh you know and it, it is kind of cool at the same time but i was i walk up to this house i'm looking around and this dude comes out and I didn't know I had my revolver out. So I hit L2 to like greet him. And I just fucking pulled the thing on him. And he was like, hey, what the fuck? And he started, he pulls his shotgun out. And I fucking shot him in the head. And I was like, well, damn, I didn't mean to do that. Right. But now I'm a fucking monstrous asshole. And then I just like looted his body. and I looted his house. And I was like, fuck it. I, I might as well just commit to the role. But I didn't mean to do that. Yeah, that happens a lot. Where yeah. like, I have like multiple saves. Uh, I was talking about this with my brother. He's like, I save all the time just because That's good. I fuck, I keep fucking up. Yeah, and it's not your fault. No, it's not your fault. Yeah. Right. You just haven't 
gotten that dexterity down where yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. okay i'm meaning to do this yep like i tied up a guy once and it was during a main it was a one of the the lending missions you have to get money back mm. you're like a loan shark or whatever and you have to get money back from these people scattered throughout the map so this one guy he's like i'm chasing him down like a ravine or something like that and he falls into a river i gotta lasso him out i get him out i tie him up on the side of the beach and i fucking hit uh, circle because circle is <laughs> I thought it was to pick him up and I just you kicked him in the ass, head yeah kicked him in the head died failed yep. I was like wait hold on yeah 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 <laughs> like I'm not even in combat like yep. what are you talking like what are you doing it's just like happen. little shit like that it's just like Ugh. yeah man yeah so I'm wondering like for something as ab- ambitious as this like I know they had to been struggling with this shit like, you know, like yeah, how do we dude. get all the stuff. Like, and if you strip it back, is it just Red Dead 1? Mm-hmm. Is that going to be a good experience? Am I not good? Like, I want to be able to shoot into the air and tell people to stop. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to just be able to shoot around them. You know, yeah. there's something added to that. Right. And just having that is is important, but also it's like it's encumbering the player. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It, it, so I 1,000% agree. I feel like... Um, this game definitely bumps up against a lot of those limitations that remind you it's a game mm-hmm. and it's trying so hard to make you forget those things but then also at the same time you accidentally shoot a guy in the head when you mean to like threaten him or something and like you're like oh yeah this is a video game and and i feel like it's so rooted in in like i don't know in other like old school style thinking where yeah. it's like it, it's still it's still it's a rockstar game but it's like the most rockstar game ever Right. But, but those things were like they were made during a time where like interactive mediums were in a different place right. but the, but this is like if this shit came out when gta <laughs> after like let's say if gta vice city never came out yeah and this came out instead it'd be like yo we peaked like this is this is like but there are still some vice city ass shit that happens to me where i'm like trying 100%. to climb a fence i'm like i fucking i don't <laughs> you know and i'm like getting shot in the, in the butt cheek so i'm like yeah or like i had one mission where like i, I mean the way you described it, like, you know, trying to map all of these things into a controller j- was just so enlightening to me right now because there, there was a moment where I had to, like, you find this uh, traveling band of, like, it's like a circus and you have to find their animals. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's a good, that's a fun. Pretty fun, yeah. yeah. So I had, to, I had to go, I had to find, like, a zebra and it was, like, a mule painted as a zebra. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, I wrangle it, I get it on my first try. I'm, like, yeah, and I'm, like, pulling it in and then I'm, like, wait, can I just ride it? So I'm, like, riding with it and it's, like, fighting me. So I get off. And I somehow let go of one of the triggers, and he runs away. I'm like, fuck! I so I gotta here. walk back to my fucking horse, and I gotta like get on the horse, and then also have to remember to like. So I've had multiple missions where like I you have to like get a stagecoach or whatever. You get a stagecoach, and then um, I'm like my horse is stuck there. I'm like, oh shit! Hold on, I gotta stop the stagecoach. I get off the stagecoach. I go to the, the horse L2 follow, follow, and then I go back mm. on the stagecoach. Like little things that I forget to do. That like these are all like gripes that I have over time, but. I don't know what it is about this game. It's still such an amazing experience. Yeah. Um, yeah, like uh, I was definitely talking about that. Like this game knows how to make me want it. Jesus. It's like that girl that just doesn't want you. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, man. It's like, it's like yo, why don't you love me? me. I'm a fucking owl. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it's fucking weird, man. Uh, I had this mission the other day where I came across this cabin and it's it's a, it's a random encounter one. It's mm-hmm. not like a main mission. You could do whatever the fuck you want in this mission. But right. I come across this guy sitting on his porch. He's a big fat guy. I don't know if you've seen this, man. I don't think so. I it's, heard about this. It's amazing. One of my coworkers, Shots of Jalopnik, 
uh, he was like, yo, if you ever go north of this yes. place. So I'm not going to give anything yeah, away. But basically, like, you, you come across this uh, guy. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's like, sitting on a porch and he's yeah. just like very friendly. Mr. Friendly Man. He's mm-hmm. like, hey, how are you doing, partner? Mm-hmm. And you can interact. You can you can respond any way you want. You know, right, you can be right. like, oh, nah, whatever. I'm like, fuck you. You can shoot him, whatever you want to do. And then he's like, oh, yeah, me and my wife about to have dinner. You want to come in? It's like, yeah, he told me about this. Well, he didn't tell me what happens, though. No, it don't. don't yeah, yeah. I'm not going to tell you anything that happens. But like my advice would be see where it goes. Wow. And it, it, the payoff is very good. Very, wow. very, very fucking good. And I'm like, this is Rockstar shit. Yeah, like this is yeah. where Rockstar peaks <laughs> right. at their shit. You right. know? Like giving you that, and it was just a, like you. And any point in that mission, you can walk the fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Ro- you've been to Rhodes, right? Yeah, I just landed at Rhodes. Oh my god! So I'm not gonna give these away, but yeah, I've had two encounters in Rhodes mm-hmm. that fucking blew me away. Um, one was a guy who was like, "I lost everything. Mm. I used to be somebody great, and I lost everything. And, and like, I lost the deed to my house. The bank won't let me get near my house. Can you please go to my house?" Well, he doesn't even ask you. Arthur goes, "Where's his house? Maybe I'll help you out." Oh. I'm not going to tell you what you discover, but it's it was a fucking plot <laughs> twist for me that I've never, I mean, I can't remember the last time I felt this way about something. Yeah. I can't wait for you to reach it because, I mean, maybe one day we'll have a spoiler discussion because this thing resonated with me so strongly that I remember like, I, re- I like captured the footage of the thing and, mm-hmm. and I had to like sit there for a second and just like recover right. because I was like, fuck, that was crazy. I've like, mm-hmm. I've never felt that this thing <laughs> the other thing was uh if you listen mm-hmm. npcs in the world will, will go oh this thing and if you could brush right past it but this guy was like i'm not gonna tell you who it was yeah. where it was but he was like yeah there's some weird noises coming out of his basement did you do this so, uh gunsmith yeah yeah so i discovered it in a weird a weirder way i was just walking by and the guy was in the basement the guy was like hey like whispering, I was like, "What the fuck is yeah, this coming we're not from?" Yeah, we're not gonna give it away. <laughs> it's fucking. But great. I was like, "What is this crazy shit?" And like, so when you get to Rhodes, um, there's this part in you're basically running from the heat, right? You're like trying to, everybody's trying to chill out. So um, Dutch basically puts a, a ban on using guns, mm-hmm. and you cannot use guns. Yeah, it doesn't even let you pull out your gun. So you have to like figure out how to do things mm-hmm. without like, like non-violent. So you can't like confront people a lot because you can push it to a limit. You know, people give you a chance. They'll pull out their gun. They'll even aim it at you. They won't shoot. It gives you another chance to, like, back the fuck off. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're kind of dancing around this. You're like, how do I finish this mission? Like, how do yeah. I get to the thing? Uh, and I think that's where it, like, shines. Like, they do these little things. It feels like this was specially made for me. It has that feeling again, right? Yeah, where yeah, yeah. war This, this would have been happening without me even walking by. But, it, of course, it's scripted. But it's just, like... Man, yeah, I thought about like, all right, do I intervene? Right, like, does it fuck up my, like, my chances of getting stuff in the future, right, or like, right, right. or what does this mean for me down the road? I still, I still don't know. I haven't been back yet, so I'm still like not sure. Maybe it doesn't do anything, but, um, you know that these are handcrafted things that are happening mm-hmm. for your enjoyment, right? You know that in the back of your head. That I mean, it's a video game. Any video game does that. Some are some are better at masking them than others, but this one in particular, everything feels like. Uh, Kirk had had, had uh, in his I think it was in one of his pieces made the um, analogy to sleep no more. Mm, yo, that's crazy because Brianna said the same thing. A word about um, she said the same thing about uh, I showed her the the um, what remains of Edith Finch. Oh. She loved it. She was like, nice. "Oh, this is sleep. Oh, no that's more. awesome." She was like, "This is sleep no more." I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah." So so, but Red Dead in particular feels it's like these are all actors who are here to like 
you know, give you a good time. Mm-hmm. And it feels like an escape room in some ways where you're like, okay, I got to figure this thing out. And like, oh, I, I just solved it. Um, so yeah, that's, that's definitely happening, but it doesn't take away from the magic. Mm-hmm. And, and even those things that we complained about of like, all right, this is my third time doing this fucking set piece. I want to do it. <laughs> I want to do it. Yeah. I want to nail the shot yeah. where I get the guy on the balcony and he falls over mm-hmm. for the fifth time. And it's like Star Wars. Like, cue the Wilhelm scream. Yeah. Cue the guy coming through the window. I'm like, this is cool because I'm like, I'm participating in this movie. Yeah. I am like this actor. It feels like uh, like some Truman Show shit where you're like, all right, everyone is set around for me. Yeah, like I always go back to my my brother who quoted when the game first came out. Just one text. This a movie. <laughs> this a movie. Yeah. <laughs> and Weird. I was like, copy that. Yeah. Liked comment. Um, but uh, <laughs> Rasha should put that in the marketing. Like this a movie. It's a movie. Doc. <laughs> yeah, Doc Mon. Um, yeah, but we were um, me and my brother were talking yesterday before yesterday, and I was talking about roads yeah. and, and going into roads. And this game knows. They've made this world the Southwest America, right? Right. South America, like South, Southern American. Yeah. And they nail it. Man, I did a, I was just like following this random uh, stranger mission and I ended up in uh, Saint-Denis. Oh uh, the, the, God, um, dude. It's basically New Orleans, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got to ride through this bayou and it's just like, if you've ever been in that part of like Alabama or... um new orleans or whatever you know missouri you know what that is like you feel yeah. it and then even yeah. when i got to Rhodes, like i got to Rhodes after i got to saint denis but like i'm in Rhodes, and i'm like oh this is north carolina south carolina that red dirt yeah like i could feel i can feel the heat yeah i was yeah. like when we were like when i went when i was a kid every summer i would be in north carolina my, my family's from there oh, right. so we had a farm there and we would just be out there all the time just like kids playing then the fucking heat. Yeah. I hated it. Like we were the New York cousins, so we fucking hated that yeah, shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> but we would still play around. But that red dirt and like having it all over your shoes and shit, they get they nail yeah, man. the feeling. Like I feel like I'm there. Like it's yep. so bizarre. And the the way the bugs sound. Yeah. And like you, I don't know, you could see the heat wave. It's, and and it's like different different biomes. Yeah, it's so different like, biomes. W- when you go like further north and you're like in the more like autumny or like even where it transitions into like snowy mm-hmm. areas with like pines and stuff, you're like, Oh, I've been here before. This is like certain parts of Pennsylvania or certain parts of Connecticut sure. or upstate. Upstate even. You're yeah. like, Yo, I've been here before. I've also been to like New Orleans, the swampy area, like mm-hmm. that that mist that like in the morning, the dew. That dew, it's yeah. Crazy. Um yeah, man, I've had some really cool. I put up a video recently about like I was riding through and I see um, just a guy hanging from a tree, and oh I'm like, God. I gotta see what the fuck <laughs> is going on here. So I get off my horse, and then I hear stuff behind me, and I see nope. it on my map, like little red dots. I'm like, oh shit, what the fuck is? Yeah. It? I thought it was an alligator or some shit. And it's these three dudes in like paint on their face, and they have like knives out, and they're slowly walking towards me. And I'm like, what the Eesh. fuck is going on? Yeah, man. And the guy just like ends up stabbing me and killing me like in one shot. But it was so scary. Like the way like I was like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I exclaimed like out yeah. loud. It was really cool. Like it has that mo- those moments of it like being yeah, wonderful. Man. It's it's an amazing like video game for sure. Yeah. Not yeah. without its faults. Oh, but, yeah, 100%. But God damn. If, I can't if, wait to keep seeing what how it's going to rub me the wrong way and how sure. it's going to make me love it. Right. You know, like I, I, I think that's like a, a thing I want to also impart on our listeners. I know that we had people in our discord um, talking about how they weren't really into the slow pace mm-hmm. and, and they were having problems with the game, you know, overall, like with that in particular. 
And I, I like and controls as well. Controls as well. I I I'd mentioned like little pro tips about changing up the control scheme a bit just to make it easier for you because I think it does make the experience way easier, especially over the course of the entire game. But I I, I would challenge you to get through that pain period mm-hmm. and try your best to accept it for what it is, but also accept it for what it wants you to do. It's it, this. You're not going to be Assassin's Creed style free running through the level. You have to fucking stop, pivot, duck, crawl to cover, hit the hit the thing. It's slow not like canter through the camp. Slow, yeah, <laughs> fucking power walk through that yeah. bitch. Like you're not gonna be fucking triple front flipping yeah. off of statues and shit. Like I get it. I just got through playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Well, I didn't finish it, but I love that game. But also, like, I I kind of don't want that with Red Dead. I appreciate having to walk through the general store. For or, some reason, this that works for me. Yeah, me too. I don't know why. I'm like I'm okay with it. Like let it forcing me to do this. Yeah, and it's not like it doesn't feel painful to me. Sure, to be forced to do that, right? Right. I like going through the camp. Like I'll sit and play. I played um, blackjack the other day for Dude. like two hours. I played. Po- <laughs> I, I, could play I poker bought. All I night. bought. I like. I got. I, I busted out like probably three times. I kept putting dollars. <laughs> like, I was like, "Yo, this game is mad fun." And yeah, man. also, it trickles in this story, right? Yep. All right. So like Red Dead. One, say whatever you want about it. At the time, I thought that shit was a masterpiece. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, looking back, not so much. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, but it does a lot of things that, like, kind of. This seems like a um, what do you call that? Like a retcon, almost. Like a they're telling that story, like fixing that story. Sure. By making this, yeah. Thing. They're like, okay, we're gonna tell you about Javier. Yeah, because in the first one he wasn't a character at all. He was a caricature, and he was like a dick. Yeah, yeah. He was a di- it was just like he had like four lines. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, even um, Bill Williamson, mm. you realize that these people were really close to you at one point, and that's n- and in Red Dead One, that's not even addressed at all. Like you don't feel that at all. No I remember way. like I didn't. I played this game in 2008 when it first came out, and then I didn't finish it probably till I moved out. Oh wow! Yeah, like because I was like. The game was way too long for me, and then I didn't, like, I remember I was having a conversation with you, and you was like, you should probably finish that. That's one of the best, like, wrap-ups for a game. Yeah, it has a strong ending. It does. I still think it does, like, or at least it made me feel that way when Mm -hmm. I played it. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think that it does really cool stuff with characters, and expands them more, and it builds this world out that you can appreciate Red Dead 1 a little bit better that way. It it seems like if you want to play this first, if you haven't played Red Dead... Maybe play Red Dead 2 yeah. and then play Red Dead. Yeah. Cause, cause, I mean, it might be harder with the controls, but... Yeah, I was going to say Red Dead 1 might not hold up as much if you play it nowadays, right. which is fine. I think I think like that's a lot of things that, with video games in particular, like the medium is constantly evolving. Mm-hmm. Controller inputs are changing. We talked about Tetris Effect even being VR and, and challenging the notions of what you come to expect from a, from a franchise and, and challenging that in a lot of ways, even just from like passive passively, right? Mm-hmm. But... um. You know, who knows? Who knows what 20 years from now, what a AAA narrative will look like? Is it in VR? Is it AR? Is it like some sort of adaptive controller? Mm. Are the inputs different? Like, that's exciting, right? That's what video games are. But the medium is constantly changing. And right now, if you want to be like in the zeitgeist, if you want to like sort of experience it and just kind of talk through the the things that it's doing right and mm-hmm. wrong, um, 
I'd say power through, man. It's yeah. Power through it and just give it a shot. And if you and if you don't like it, you don't like it. Like I tried like seven hours of The Witcher three, and I was like, yeah, I'm not feeling That's this. True. And, people and I moved will on. Die on that. And people yeah. people roast me for that shit all the time. And I, and I'll, I'll maybe I'll go back to it one day, but then I feel like I might pass the point in which um those things that made it so great are like now I can see like games that have done it better right. and and games that like mm. it might be the OG, but like. Oh man, I can't get over this shit. But anyway, I also want to say just real quick, the game also tackles some pretty heavy topics, like sometimes pretty passively, like things, especially dealing with race. Mm. Um, I've 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 dealt with multiple like uh, Native American characters, Mexican characters, and like black characters that have like talked about some pretty real shit yeah. about like things that have happened to them in their past and why they're where they are now. And yeah. um, and one of the missions I talked about before dealt with that a little bit and um i'm kind of i want to see it continue to go down that road i feel like it is a little bit of like revisionist history here that like the the gang is so inclusive and so like equal opportunity and everyone somehow is not racist and like not problematic yeah not as racist yeah but you know it's kind of going there and i'm and i'm i kind of i want to see more of it to to see yeah they kind of pepper it in stuff um i was a i was playing poker the like yet last night Mm. and uh, one the character Lenny, where he's the character, he's the black character where you have that amazing uh, mission, oh, that so drinking good. mission so with him. Good. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's great. Um, but he, I was just playing poker, and he was like, "Oh yeah, he's he was killing us, right?" And he was like, "Could you imagine like me at a table with you guys in Rhodes?" He's like, "It wouldn't happen." Oh shit. Nothing else. It was just weird. I was like, "Oh shit." Oh shit. That was some real shit. Yeah, that was some real shit. He's basically alluding to the fact that he wouldn't be welcome in yeah. Rhodes <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. with white men at yeah. a table, like being equal. Yep. <laughs> yep. Like, yep. What? Yep. Yeah, just, man. And you don't get any of that if you don't sit down That's or true. chat with these people. So I definitely explore those little side streets. Yeah, like yeah. play poker. Yeah, and, and and you know, again, if the world doesn't hit you, that's fine. That's Move fine, on. Yeah. But like, give it a chance to like. Get explore you. that shit yeah like listen to it listen to the character listen to the secondary conversations that are happening play around a poker play around a, yeah, you domino, know whatever domino yeah. um but yeah man yeah uh, and then um last night i played uh destiny 2 uh we nice. did a raid uh with the guys over at geek heart games hey they gang, were gang. doing their um um uh, their charity thing and uh, I was able to tag along. I was they were nice enough to let me tag along. And nice. We did a raid in about like two hours. It was fun. Cool. Really fun. Really fun stuff. Um, Destiny's still great game. Great fucking game. Good yeah. shooting. Good shooting. If you just want to shoot, play some Destiny, man. But uh, yeah, and and Blops Four is like. I hope it's my forever game. I love that game. So oh man, I'm, Blackout I'm kinda... is just so fucking good. And they just released some bug fixes, so a little bit, some other stuff like picking up stuff was a little bit better. Oh nice, nice, and, nice. Uh, yeah, it was great. Dope. I need to really get. I'm, I've been trying to get back into it. I might just start doing solo rounds. Or some you shit. should. Um, all right, cool. Jumping into the news for the week, a lot has happened, so we're gonna try to breeze through this. Also, yeah. I read the discussion went a lot longer than we anticipated, but hopefully you enjoyed it. Good shit. Um, so yeah, so first story. Uh, I don't think we talked about this last week, but the the PS One classic titles were announced, and uh, it's full of twenty games in total. And uh, just right off the bat, I'm a little disappointed, if I'm being honest. I feel like that every time they come out with one of these things. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, I feel so, like it's like, oh yeah, I want this thing because I didn't have it. Right, right, and right. The list comes out. I'm like, I don't care about any of these shits. Yeah, and they've ha- they have a couple of like fan favorites. Like you know, you got you got your Ridge Racer in there. Shout out to me. Got your Metal Gear Solid. Got your Metal Gear Solid. Your your Final Fantasy Seven. Direct Cut Resident Evil. Tekken Three, which I think is a strong choice. That's really good. Um, but for the Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six is a phenomenal fucking game. Indeed. So good, so hard, but it's good. So other than that, we have Battle Arena Arena Toshinden. Uh, we have Cool Borders 2, interesting choice. Uh, Destruction Derby, uh, Final Fantasy VII. Grand Theft Auto, the original, which is in- really interesting. Great Intelligent game. Cube, super slept on game. It's a good game. Really dope puzzler, puzzler that I'm I'm shocked never advanced really beyond. There was an Intelligent Cube 2 on PS2 or some shit that I didn't really make up splash, but I would love to see that franchise revisited in some form. Jumping Flash, which I, have, I honestly don't know what, I that don't is. know what that is. Metal Gear Solid, Mr. Driller, Oddworld, Abe's Odyssey. Oh, those freak me out. Yeah, me too. Oddworld always freak me out. Uh, Rayman, uh, Resident Evil Director's Cut, which I'm very interested in playing because uh, this past week we actually st- I streamed it with uh, with my coworker Sung, who's our social media editor, and um, it was really fascinating because he'd never played Resident Evil One, and he was playing the remake of a remake. Mm. And uh, I made him play it with tank controls. I saw. That was a good move. That was it's a good move. I was like, say it, Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to do tank controls because that's part of the the tension in that mm-hmm. game is not being able to just turn around and dip. And I'm curious to see the original director's cut, I guess, without all the high res up. You know, because like at the time, I hope it has those fucking live action intros. Oh, those were my God. Hilarious. So horrible. So bad. Um, Jill. Yeah, and I want the bad voice acting. I want all the the bad. Maybe the director's cut takes that out and replaces it. But I want all that shit. I also want to see how it looked before the remake because the mm. remake. I remember there being like a visual difference. Like, oh wow, oh, the yeah, mansion sure. looks way better because Manny had it on GameCube. Yeah, and he used to watch him play that shit religiously. Um, so I'm curious to see if that holds up. Um, alongside that, there's also Revelations Persona, Rage Racer Type Four. Love those, love those games. Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. Fine. <laughs> Siphon Filter. Fire. 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 Bro. Yo, Siphon Filter. I remember my brother describing Siphon Filter to me as a kid. He's like, yo, there's a game. It's like Metal Gear, but you're a dude. And so first of all, at the time, <laughs> I don't remember ever in my, to my recollection, oh, a 3D shit. world game where like you're running through a street. Mm. So he was talking about, yeah, yo, so you're running through the, the city street. There's a sniper in the window. And I was like, oh, wait, 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 wait. Like, <laughs> you get out of the train station and you're in the, she's like, yeah, man. And then you play the game and it blows your mind. But then you're watching it, like looking it back in retrospect, you're like, this level is a very linear. Very like straightforward. Very simple. The, the streets were not like <laughs> wide in any way. It wasn't great. Um, the voice acting was fucking hilarious. Something that I still quote to this day. It goes, um, wait, <laughs> Damn it, <laughs> yo! It's like the worst sort of like it was like the the response. Like I think it was nine eight nine studios. I remember mm-hmm. that intro. They, it was like their response to Metal Gear Solid. Oh, definitely. And it, it is a really good game. Sign Filter is great though, and and it had like it had a very um, it's like the poor man's Metal Gear. Totally, and they had multiple sequels. They had a multiplayer version that I remember was fucking amazing. Yeah, you have to like fucking you have to salsa dance. <laughs> you're like you're fucking talking. pivoting. <laughs> your like, your your hips are facing forward, but you're you're fucking torso is yeah. facing to the left you have to hit like r1 to lock on to people so you're like <laughs> damn it uh so that was really great um tekken 3 like we said tom clancy's rainbow six which is Fuck one it. of your favorites yeah back it's then. one you of showed my... me that shit on n64 oh my god i love these games because it was so tactical yeah, yeah and it's yeah. like i think that's why like the the current one is so good right it's like, like siege it's very much like that you can you can plan your mission beforehand you get like full uh what do you call that um 
floor maps what do you call that a blueprints blueprints yeah of the, like the building it was so hard as a kid because i didn't know what the fuck i was doing <laughs> yeah, yeah and yeah. it has permadeath so you lose oh your characters like they die and they just put up like Blank Ag- <laughs> agent johnson <laughs> like if i can like so no fucking agent johnson yeah yeah that's twisted dope. metal and arm wild arms wild arms yeah so twisted metal a fucking a, a phenomenal game i don't know if it holds up but but overall i'm like there are mm. a couple games in here that i feel like are missing Am I bugging or like, I feel like there might be there's some stuff in here that I was like, man, I, I, I wish I would have seen more. I think they got the stuff, stuff. that you have to play. But I like, guess. I think they could have maybe added some stuff. But like, like where's Parappa? That's what I'm saying. Like, they just had the remaster. But I think but it's still. because they had the remaster. They were probably like, let's not waste That's space trash, on this thing. Yeah. Yes. But I'm also thinking like, what else did I love on PS? I feel like there were so many more games they could have chosen. Instead of like, I mean, sh- sorry to anybody who loves these games, but like, instead of like Mr. Driller or like Jumping Flash, I feel like those could have probably been replaced by some pretty stronger. Yeah, they maybe should have put like, um, what's the Mech Fighter? Uh, you know what I'm about? Yeah, yeah. Where you yeah, can like yeah, customize yeah. the shit out of it. It's not Robotech, is it? No, not Robotech. We mentioned it like a couple weeks yeah, ago. I know, I um, but yeah, one of those mech fighters. So many other, I feel like so many other, um, I remember like Brave Fencer Musashi being mm. a really cool thing back in the day. Even like a Chrono, maybe not Chrono, they already have Final Fantasy Seven on here. Did they have like the Die Hard game maybe? Oh, Die Hard Trilogy would have been fire. Have been fire. That's like three games in one, bro. Uh, what else can we, I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of a little, but also I looked at the packaging of the actual thing. I'm like, oh, it looks so cute. It looks so amazing. But yeah. I'm also like, I need to stop doing this it's just gonna sit right next to my snes classic they know that and kind of collect dust but they're gonna get a hundred fucking dollars out of me yeah and that's fine you know what just, i'll just, just be a chump deal with it um yeah okay so our next story uh this is taken from kotaku but blizzard says it wasn't expecting fans to be this angry about diablo immortal so if you yeah. if you haven't heard about this first of all i'm surprised <clears throat> but uh basically uh blizzard revealed a mobile version of diablo called diablo immortal and fans of the series have like freaked the fuck out um their reddit is insane it's wild. i had to, someone was like take a look i was like i don't <laughs> think i want to and it was like yo so much so that there was a guy who there was a fan who approached the mic at during a during q&a event, session right? and he yeah. said quote just was wondering in a deadpan tone says nathan Grayson, uh is this an out of season april fool's joke end quote to the developers yeah the audience such cheered a fucking rude thing so fucking rude dude like I don't understand the mentality, but like, so, so here's the thing. I can also understand it. I can empathize, right? I can empathize for people who are expecting a really Diablo big reveal, 4, yeah. Diablo four, or maybe some, maybe some more Diablo three content, maybe something, I don't know what they could have expected, but they were expecting something pretty big. And instead they got like this thing that's made by, that's being made by a third party that looks like a reskinned version of a, of another mm-hmm. game that that companies have made before. And like, you know, fine. Don't like it. Don't like it, but don't sure. be rude to these people. Like, that <laughs> seems so fucked up. It's unbelievable, man. And and I get it. Like you know, you want this thing that you're really passionate about, and you know, it's like, yeah, it it sucks because it's like, yeah, I've been in that in that position. Like I still haven't gotten Skate Four. Yeah, I'm not gonna fucking flip out and be like, are you serious? <laughs> are you seriously not gonna put a game out? Yeah, yeah is this yeah. a joke or this mobile game? How dare you? And I and Siri. I, I also understand. <laughs> I also understand from the perspective of, of a fan who might be a little uh, scared of what the mobile market is like right now, especially because a lot of these games really do try to like dig into your wallets and they're pretty unregulated in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And, and like Nathan brings up some pretty good um, arguments here of like why people would 
you know, be furious about this kind of thing. But also, <clears throat> you don't be fucking like entitled like this. Like, yeah, especially to the developer. That yeah. seems really fucking rude. And, I don't know. It was. It seemed like you were trying to get more of a cheer than trying to get them to understand that you were expecting something else. You know what I'm saying? Like also the, they, they've been on, re- I think they're, uh, why uh, wouldn't you just ask like, Hey, like, do you guys have any plans? Right. And they've said it. I think they've said like, we're working on another yeah, Diablo. Exactly. This, this is just a thing that we're excited about for right mobile now, players. Yeah. And also like, calm the fuck down. Like you don't have to play this thing. Don't play it and don't support it. Right. You know how much of a fucking asshole you got to be to wait in line to say some, uh, some shit. I like know. That? And, and just be like, and, and the crowd cheered, and he and the guy felt like a badass. And you're like, yo, you ain't shit, yeah. bro. Like, like you're, you, you, didn't you aren't shit. Game, dog. That's like, the thing. Like, I mean, yo, shout out to, um, I, I just thought about this, but um, my coworker Ethan, mm-hmm. he put up a fire ass tweet <laughs> the other day, um, because it it kind of it, it digs into like the um this culture this culture problem I think that we're experiencing at the moment where like these companies are talking about like. <laughs> we have passionate fans and they care about the brand. They yeah. care about this. And, and then these fans, yo, real talk, a little bit of a peek behind the curtain. We've had fans like that on our show who, who like, who kind of felt like they are producers of the show. And it's like, yo, I appreciate your feedback. I appreciate this and that, but like, please remember like, yeah, this is not yours. Yeah. Like I, I we, we're always open to feedback and stuff, but like, bro like you know what i mean like take there's it down or not take it down a little notch yeah so, so like these fans of these games feel like they're producers of the show right, right. Or, or they're producers of these games because in some ways yeah you right could, you could you're argue investing that are. your time you're investing your you're time and your money, money and you're like yo I'm, I'm if i'm paying for this this is what i want, want right. well, you know whatever whatever but also so ethan tweeted out um video game marketing tries very hard to create hyper fan communities around its pro- around its products these products legacies their futures Entire conferences devoted to them. And surprise, those fandoms end up taking the whole thing very serious. And it's super true. Like, you have this guy who, who, who goes, you know, goes up to the mic and is like, you know, is this a joke? Is this April Fool's joke? And, like, he's dead. He's dead. He's, he's dead serious. serious. Yeah. And he's not. I mean, he's joking. He's obviously trying to be a dick. He's trying, he's trying to troll. But, like, the sense of entitlement is, like, is baffling to me. Like, I, I always go back to that thing, even, like, with YouTube commenters and shit, if, like, if you don't like a thing, make your own shit. Yeah, even, or support a company who's doing that shit you want. Even Obama recently, he was at some thing, he's like, why would you be at my thing, my rally, if you don't support me? <laughs> go yeah. support the guy that you want to support. Yeah, or, or go camp, go fucking uh, can- canvas for them. Yeah, you know? I, don't, I don't think it's, like, a slap in the fucking face, though. Like, these people are not, t- they're not... Maliciously, yeah, maliciously putting out the shit that you don't want, right? You know, I mean, at the they're same not time, like avoiding you. At the same time, though, they're a business; they're trying to make a buck. Of course, they are, and you know, I think that's kind of hard to for people to, to grasp when it, right? Especially like when you get these fandoms, like, like I, I know that, um, like the Bodega Boys, they always say like die for the hive, and, shit. and they're joking, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but that comes from a real. Sp- place where people will do kind of anything for them that brand loyalty shit and it's like that's scary man yeah, yeah you gotta yeah. distance yourself from that you pull back and be like yo this is just a form of entertainment it's hard because like people so, yeah. who people who don't have and that's why on the show we try to like talk about other things mm-hmm. where our feeling it's are always like are they we try to make them not video, video game related because like a lot of people only have blizzard games yeah like that's their identity mm-hmm. like they, they've built their identity off of this thing so when the developer who's trying to make a buck and they're trying to, and also they're trying to, they're trying something new, right? They're trying some new shit out because everyone else is doing a mobile game. Let's try it too. Um, and why not, why not, you know, 
be the OG and with the brand and right. the, the things that you love, why not make a make a real version, an official tissue version of it? So then when they do that shit that you don't want, you feel like I, I'm betrayed. How dare you? Like I've like I've sacrificed my life to y'all. And it's like, yeah, but like no one really asked you to do that. It, it, yeah, it also sucks from like a developer point of view to be like they know they have this fan base, right? Right. And they know they had to have known, right, that this was going to happen. <laughs> they, t- they they said they did. Okay, yeah, yeah, so it's like this the thing that sucks is like if we don't have a trailer ready or something like that, what do we do? Right. Like I got to put out a fucking trailer just to quell the fucking anger. They talked That's about bullshit, they talked know. about when they when they announced Diablo for console, they got blowback when they announced um what's the card game hearthstone Hearthstone, for ios they got blowback so like whatever you like you're never gonna make everybody happy never someone's always gonna be like man this is bullshit that's fine whatever like abraham lincoln said you never please the people when they please the people all the time but 100 percent of the time you please the people wow you know what i'm saying very he said that (laughs) (laughs) that is amazing kev uh yeah, so direct I f- quote I, from the independence of the United States. Yeah, I think I saw that National Treasure. The proclamation, proclamation. That was one of the puzzles. Um, <laughs> I feel like, man, this is just video game fan entitlement yeah, bullshit. Sure, and it's just like, everyone, please take several seats, um, also, especially if you're near the mic. Yo, like EA, just make Skate 4. Or else I'm running up. <laughs> Dice. Dice, come on. Come on, Dice. Um, <clears throat> uh, speaking of more Blizzard shit, so Overwatch also revealed a new character, Ash. Ash. Um, I haven't. So we, I saw the video last night. It's pretty good. I, I, I love those cool. cinematics. She, McCree's she, beard looked weird. Yeah, he got weird a weird beard. beard. He got a weird beard on the heart on the four <laughs> floors. Um, kind of weird, but also cool. New new hero. Yeah. Um, very excited. Uh, I keep meaning to get back into Overwatch, but every time I do play Overwatch, even for like five minutes, I'm like, man, this name is still so good. Yeah, it's really good. So she's kind of like the counterpart to McCree. I actually might fuck with her because she has like a rifle. A rifle. It's like aim down scope, so it's like a bolt kind of action type thing. She can. Um, she has a lot of pretty cool. She has some pretty cool abilities. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm curious to play more of her. Uh, more of her. I'm, cur- I'm I'm wondering when she's going to be um, in the PTR if she's not already. Um, definitely want to spend some time with uh, Ash. Overwatch is awesome. I've watched great. Shout out to Blizzard. Shout out to Blizzard. I can't <laughs> wait for the mobile game. Uh, <laughs> Yo, jeez, uh, can you imagine? Uh, on top of that, man, so much shit happened this week. Uh, Geralt or Geralt of uh, the Witcher series got his. We got oh. a first look at Henry Cavill's interpretation of this and Ooh, man, weird son. it looks kind of weird so, so <laughs> full disclosure uh i guess weird oh man i can't click on this fucking link it was uh it was a screen test for the net upcoming netflix series so like nothing really official it's just i guess basically to just see how he looks on camera but he had the wig on and everything and um it's just him like walking up to the into the light and he takes a sip from that little like five hour energy drink and he walks out of frame <laughs> um but man I don't know how I feel about this. Also, I don't really care about The Witcher, so hate. I'm sorry, everybody. But. Um, I'm gonna watch it. Sure. Um, it just seems weird. I've never seen Henry Cavill in like a show. Before. That's true. Yeah. So I've never seen him like not be a pretty, pretty motherfucker. I mean, he's kind of pretty there, I guess. He's pretty, but he's like weird. Though. He's like yeah, like medieval pretty. Like he's got like the long, flowy white hair, like in a weird, you know. Yeah, it looks like a fucking wig. And totally. I think that's why what's like uncanny like weirdness about it. I also just like he's he just looks like Superman on Halloween. Which yeah. is what bugs me yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, exactly. It looks like he's just dressed up as Geralt, but Superman <laughs> yeah. was a fan of the Witcher series. Because he's like clean shaven, he's got that fucking prominent ass chin. Was Geralt Geralt was he um is he clean shaven? 
No, and well, in the game I played, I I, I remember him he having had like some a little scruff. scruff right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm wondering if that'll happen. I don't know. Maybe it's a younger Geralt. Geralt. I don't know how the fuck you say his name. But um, yo, shout out to my coworker Chris. He made this fucking hilarious ass thing. It was like a costume, like a like a party city costume type shit. <laughs> yeah, so. Where it says it's <laughs> he called it the Witchster. <laughs> it says includes wig, uh, pleather corset, and tiny flask. It's fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, man. The, so the internet like kind of freaked out about it. Uh, a lot of them either love it or hate it. There's definitely like no in between. I just think it's funny because I have no connection to this game. At same, all. same. Or the, or the books or anything like that. I know that it has some pretty cool stories and some pretty cool lore. So I'm curious to see that that part of it. But um, yeah, I, I don't have much else to say besides I can't. I guess I'll wait for the official show to come out. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, and then wow, man, it's gonna be a long show. Hey, fuck Super it. deluxe episode. Um, we also had a uh, Nintendo Direct this week for Smash, which I completely missed because I was in, in an editing hole. But uh, Piranha Plant is coming to Super Smash Brothers because why not? Yeah, it looked pretty cool. I'm, I'm okay M- with it. More characters, the better. Just why make not? It cr- like, make it as many as you can. Throw Arthur Morgan in there at this but point. But they also revealed uh, Ken from Street Fighter, Ken Masters. Dope. And Incineroar uh, in, in from Pokemon. He's oh, like a cool. big like. Oh, cool, cool, cool. It's like a fire bear. Or some shit. Quick shout out to my he coworker really cool. uh, Kita, who does these amazing internet reacts posts. Mm-hmm. And she did one to this one, and there are some fucking hilarious reactions to this. <laughs> oh my god! So, so there, I've never, I've never seen this video before, but there was like a DJ who like he's in the middle of a set, and then he's like, uh, so the tweet was how Sakurai, how Sakurai expected people to react to the pre- uh, piranha plant reveal. And it's a, it's a video of like this guy and like having a DJ set and he stops mid set and he's like, "Yo, I just wanted to thank whoever uh, gave me this plant. Make some noise for this plant." And the people are like, "Yeah!" It's like it's like ridiculous shit, yo. I don't know how the internet finds it can make connects these dots, but they make it happen so fast. Yeah, tw- um, Twitter is like on it oh all the God. time. It's my favorite. Place. Undefeated, bro. Undefeated. Undefeated. Uh, and then our last story for the week is uh, some shit happened in Fortnite. I don't know if you saw this, but that cube or whatever. Yeah. I haven't played, first of all, I haven't played this game in Yeah, I, I missed the cube. Like, I, I missed the play, whole yeah, shit. I missed the cube. I missed all of that shit. Ice cube. Uh, <laughs> shout out the cube. <laughs> um, but apparently there was a shit that happened, and then uh, people who were there for the event, it happened at 1 p.m., I think on Saturday, Eastern mm-hmm. Standard Time. Um, they were like transported to this other dimension, and they were like floating in this weird... you see this? They were like floating in this weird like Tron-like... Uh, world, I'll show you right here in this in this GIF, and they're like these like glowing butterflies that were kind of going throughout. Like it was like this, and you can move around. I think you can move around. Yeah. So now there are like these like I guess butterflies that are going to be happening in the game. Like the cube's no longer there. Oh, wow. The world's constantly evolving. I I can't remember a game ever doing this before. Where this shout like, out to Fortnite's. It's cool. It's really dope. It's pretty dope. I do want to. I want to jump back in just to play it, just to see. I don't know. I mean, I got. It's free. Blobs. I guess. I got blobs. All I need. Right like, now, I love the way they support their. Shit, That's man. true, and I mean it's still popular as fuck. So, so I wonder, like, it, do they have this type of community where people would freak the fuck out if they were just like, we're working on something else now, or we're gonna work on mainly just the the, the single player game. So it is how it's going to be mm. for months on end. You mean like the like the Diablo fiasco? Yeah, like you think. <clears throat> the Fortnite community will freak the fuck out. I don't know. I feel like they're they're probably, you know what? Considering that like a large chunk of them play on their phones, oh. I doubt they're as. But I mean, like if they were just like, we're gonna do something not what you thought. We were oh god! So it's like a real time strategy Fortnite game, yeah, yeah or something yeah. like that. Like, 
<laughs> what happens to the the fan base? Yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's a great question. I think I think um, yeah. Like, what if the next Fortnite game is not what they expect or not what they wanted, and it's like, oh, it's a mobile, you know, survival game, mm-hmm. which is kind of what the original game was. That would be weird. I think if Epic is smart, I don't know. At the same time, who knows? Maybe. Diablo 4 comes out and everybody fucking forgets about this and they're like that fucking guy in the red shirt is like alright cool yeah I did it I did it I did it myself I want my, I want my credit um, oh, that guy can sit the fuck down yeah please but also like you know maybe people will forget about that this hullabaloo that's happening at the moment mm. and it'll sort of set a precedent for like other companies to maybe do that down the road where like maybe they learn from their mistakes right so maybe instead of being like yo we got we got some news Diablo news mobile game and then people are like what the fuck and so maybe don't position it like that maybe be like and and to, to blizzard's credit they they were also like hey just to, just a heads up uh it's not what you think it is calm down it's yeah. not gonna be that but we're gonna we're gonna it's gonna be some diablo shit yeah but maybe epic could be like hey we're also working on up front we're working on this but until then check this real-time <laughs> strategy game out so i don't know we'll see Before we jump into the second half of the show, we just wanted to thank you all, our listeners and sponsors. Our show is 100% listener supported now, thanks to Anchor as well. Yeah. So donating to the show means we can deliver the show to you each week. So if you dig the show and want to help keep it alive, please check out our new show on Anchor using the, using the Anchor app yeah. or using the, the Anchor website and go to our, our show page and there's a little supporter button and you can donate a dollar, five dollars, or ten dollars. Same business as usual, we're just in a different location. Yeah, so for current Patreon subscribers, <clears throat> we're going to be facing that out over the next month or so. So um, I'll eventually like end it at the end of this month. And then I'll politely ask you to maybe move your money over to this new tip if jar. If you want. If you want. If you want. No pressure, no, no pressure. pressure. But uh, we just kind of want to kind of consolidate everything into one service. So yeah, shoot us over a dollar if you can. And thank you. Thank you. What's good, Optional Podcast fam? This is Khalif Adams, the captain of the SS Chicago, coming through from Spawn on Me and shouting you all out here at the Optional and saying, yo, every Tuesday, you should come through and come hang out with me, Cicero Holmes, Sharif Jackson, Tanya the Pass, while we talk about conversations around gaming and race and also spotlight people of color in the gaming industry. You can do that on iTunes, NPR One, and Stitcher, and everywhere else that you can listen to podcasts. Much love to you all and peace. All right, jumping into questions for the week. If you have any questions for us, please feel free to send them to our email mm-hmm. at questions at the-optional.com. You can also drop them into the questions channel in our Discord. Or if you use the Anchor app on your phone, send us a voice message. We want to hear you. We want to hear your voices. We want to play them on the show. Mm-hmm. We want to actually show people that these aren't bots just to listening to the show and not just me being like, Levi writes in. Um, <laughs> so our first question is from uh, Candido. So, so I'm assuming that's how your name is pronounced. Um, so for years we've talked about video game content that is violent or the complexity of who the quote good guys unquote and quote bad guys are, uh, i.e. the division. But is the all American cowboy automatically a hero? Does RDR2 get a pass? And if so, why? No, I think, um, the good question, but I think that, um, Rockstar is very cognizant of that. Yeah. They want to show you where there is the gray line and, Basically, it's that one quote. I don't know who said it, but like, uh, war only happens when everybody thinks they're the good guy. Mm-hmm. Like, you can, <laughs> everybody is always going to think they're on the right side of history. Right. 
Um, I think Red Dead and Red Dead One even they've made it a point to be like, yeah, you're a scumbag. Yeah, you're you're a narc, <laughs> yeah. bro. You're a super narc. Yeah, and even two, like they know they're bad people. Arthur Morgan's always self-reflecting on the fact that he is not a good person. Right. Even when he's doing good things and people praise him, he's, he's like, like nah. nah, I don't do that, Miss. I'm not. Trust I'm not me. that guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it's also like, uh. I don't know, like, yeah, the, we do, like, immortalize and, um, like, fantasize about, like, cowboys being these, like, heroes because of movies and stuff like that. Right. But, um, yeah, I, I think they're doing a fairly decent job at making it seem like, okay, yeah, no, it's not true. Yeah. Yeah. Even, like, they don't even, like, they comment on the fact that they're being, like, they're the last of their kind mm-hmm. and maybe for good reason. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, like they're not necessarily cowboys. They're not like on a farm or anything, but they're outlaws. They're, and they're outlaws. in the umbrella of cowboyism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, uh, I um. So yeah, I, I agree. I, I think I've never. I think because of cinema. I think especially because of like, you know, you had your Sergio Leone movies, and you have your even your contemporary movies like, you know, uh, Three Ten to Yuma, and these are always very, um, even like with the Clint Eastwood joints, like he wasn't this pure good yeah. person he was a dick like yeah. he like he he outright says it too like yeah you know it's it's the good the bad and the ugly like he's technically the good but he's also like very gray it's a very gray area mm-hmm. but i've i've personally speaking as someone of native american descent and if you can you know if i can say so myself um i've never seen the cowboy as a automatically a hero Hell no. i always i love the um i love that uh um public enemy i forget what song it is but it's uh it's with a uh, What's his name? A uh, flavor Flav. He goes, uh, no. He goes, uh, yeah. He goes, fuck you and John Wayne. <laughs> like, yeah. the, I, I never thought like John Wayne movies and stuff. Like, I never thought those were models of like people because like, there's a lot of context there that gets lost. And I never, I never considered American cowboys as these good guys. No. I, I think they were, you know, they were very, in some ways, you could you could argue they were brave and they were, you know, explorers and and, and stuff like that. But um, I don't think RDR two gets a pass. Um, I don't. I do think they're exploring Arthur more, like the sort of uh, the nastier side of it, and sort of the the constant. In my opinion, like with a, with a good cow, cowboy movie, even like I like Three Tenths of Yuma. I think it's 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 pretty stupid, but you know, it's like it's it's a fun watch. Yeah. Um, but I think with RDR two is kind of exploring, which I think is cool. Is like you said, it's like the the bad guy who is just trying to find peace mm-hmm. and he's trying like, but no matter what those sins will always, always find you. Him. And he's not running away from his sins. Yeah. And I think that's a very important part of it. Yeah. And, and there, there's this like, there's this idea, this fantasy that, that Dutch keeps promising people that we're going to be, we're going to find our, our home one day. We're going to, we're going to be safe. And we're going to be hidden. And you but know, he, you yeah. could, you could argue some people that, that, ha- that has happened, right? Like, you know, there are, there are obviously like people who used to be Nazis who got away and have families and have generations of families. There are people who used to be slave owners who have descendants, <laughs> Ben Affleck. Um, so, you know, it's possible, but um, I don't think this game gets a pass in any way. I think it's just like exploring that complexity yeah. of, like you mentioned in your question, like, you know, is a bad guy, but he's, I don't think he's under the illusion that he's a good guy. I don't yeah. think the audience is expected to believe that he's good in any way. I think the only character that doesn't have that is probably dutch mm. like he has this gift of gab and all his bullshit right all his good is in this the, the guise of 
just so they can rob people and kill people. Yeah, word. <laughs> he's a cult leader. <laughs> yeah, word. <laughs> he's like, you know, like he's going to make you feel good. He's going to make you feel sorry Wanted. for him. Yeah. He's yeah. going to, you know, use your vulnerabilities. But I think he's the only one that knows that he, he he's full of shit. Mm-hmm. He's the only one who believes his shit. Facts. You know? Yeah, yeah. Know. Word. No, that, that's... And, and, and he needs... Like any cult leader, right? He <clears throat> needs the support and and like buy-in from his mm-hmm. followers, right? That's the only way it's going to work. Only way it's going to work. It, you know, so that's that's a really good question. Thank you for writing in. Uh, Levi uh, writes in, Games like RDR2 and Dragon Quest Eleven give you interesting ways to spend time with your crew and teammates in the world that isn't just killing folks. What are some cool stories about rest in games? I have fond memories of completing a project in Animal Crossing New Leaf then taking five or ten minutes just to soak up what I accomplished. Mm, that's a good one. I, I I always think of like um, I was talking about like like DePaul. Like the first thing that kind of jumped in my head. It's a little different, but um, like Sonic Adventure, mm. you're running around doing all these missions, switching characters, and all this stuff. But you can always go to this area and collect these um, all the animals that you save. They turn back into all the monsters that you save. They turn back into animals. You can give them to your little chow, the chaos chow, whatever. Right. You and you can, like, take care of them. And it was this weird moment where you're just, like, not playing the game anymore. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. you're just, like, walking around feeding them fruit. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it was, That's awesome. It was just weird yeah. that, like, they had this in this game. It's, like, a, it's a mini game, but it's also just, like, kind of rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if that, like, fits, but that's the first thing I thought of. I am. And, uh, and oh, then okay. uh, also, like, uh, since I've been playing it recently, it was Shenmue. And when oh, you're yeah. not like running around, you can literally talk to everybody and you can explore these um, dialogue kind of trains. They're very linear, but um, you can also like kind of like spar with your oh, cool. stepbrother or whatever he is and talk to the, the nanny of the house. Fucking and stuff drink like shit. Yeah, drink shit. Mm, <laughs> I'll have another. <laughs> Fucking creep. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking weirdo. Um, yeah, you actually reminded me of a couple now that I'm thinking about it. So cool uh stories about rest in games mm-hmm. so um i immediately i mean thinking talking about that i love the yakuza series you have mm. there's so many activities where you can do like race car thingies you can play classic arcade games there's like fucking half naked wrestling like that you can do with like between women which is like also a thing that, that it's actually kind of fun pretty deep um so there are like a ton of things you can do to pass the time in yakuza that i mean the best rest game in my opinion is the cabaret club and yakuza zero like nothing comes close to that like <laughs> it's it's so it's so off the beaten path of the regular game that like the regular game is about this crime and this all this other shit and like you know this these politics that happen within a crime organization and then you could be majima and just like run a cabaret club just like just because and sometimes you you're literally just sitting there talking to these girls and you're being like yeah but you're beautiful and you're so much more and you're like you know like you're helping them gain confidence and and then you could like have them do makeovers and it's like it's so fucking ridiculous that's probably my favorite wrestling game but the other thing i want to say is um stardew valley has some really nice moments where like you go mining for a day you're killing a bunch of monsters and then you come home and then you just sort of like bear the fruits of your labor so you're like planting things you're watering things you're you're setting up sprinkler systems it's like all this was not for yeah yeah you're, like, you're collecting oh, eggs yeah it's like these like really quiet moments and then you go into town <laughs> and you sell your shit and you're like yeah i made all this fucking corn dog like buy this corn <laughs> so like that's nice also um uh the other game we talked about earlier uh moonlighter has these like it's dungeon crawler like you're, you're doing all this crazy stuff you beat the boss or you maybe you don't beat the boss but you go back into town and after all that tense stuff 
go back into town store, yeah. you make stuff for the store you're crafting new armor you're upgrading armor you go you put stuff on the shelves people come in you like they browse the shelves oh i'll buy this you buy like those are like nice moments that are like a nice relaxing journey away from the from the action which i love um um and then yeah you know what's another one that i i, I thought was really dumb but i, I kind of loved it was mm. in pokemon sun and moon mm. you could like pet your pokemon you clean them you, clean them you up, fed yeah. them food that was cool that was like so sweet yeah i like that kind of shit uh, uh yeah yeah i remember back in the day when i used to really be into the sims uh just like building a house building like a death gauntlet <laughs> That's I relaxing. can't wait. I can't wait to kill this motherfucker. I can't wait till my teenager grows up so I can put him in there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there's so many examples of these. I would actually love to hear more of yours in, in the question in the question Slack. I mean, the questions channel, or even in our general chat. But yeah, that's a good um, question. That's a really I'm good question. Th- keep thinking of more. There's so many. Yeah, examples. there's probably so many. So many examples. Even in No Man's Sky, like. No Man's Sky mm. is literally full. It's it's a the rest game. <laughs> it's like like all you do is like, yeah, man. It's like you like smoking a joint. Like, yeah, like yeah, t- today I'm gonna go to this planet. <laughs> and I'm just gonna fucking build some shit all day, bro. And then tomorrow I'm gonna go to the space station. I'm just gonna hang out with these fucking aliens. Sell some shit. Sell some shit. Uh, so yeah, that's also a really good rest game. Uh, I've actually been wanting to get back into No Man's Sky, but uh, where who has the time? Um, great questions guys appreciate them P- keep them coming send them to our email send them to our discord questions channel and yeah. also please anchor app if we don't uh, get to it we have a, a bank of questions yeah we're, we're making a bag that we're just gonna always have to pull from so yeah send them in um, cool so jumping into feeling it feeling it is where we take one thing that we absolutely love from the past week that we've stumbled across that we think is worth sharing yeah um, so on Netflix <clears throat> I see you put something from Netflix too um Netflix uh, released the second season of uh, Making a Murderer. Oh, man. And it continues in the story of uh, Stephen Avery, um, a guy who was convicted of a crime. Um, What do you call that? You uh, were proven not to have done the crime. (laughs) What's that word? Exonerated? Yeah, exonerated of the crime. Yeah, that is. Nice. Exonerated of that crime. And then charged for another crime and he's been in jail ever since 2005 when he got convicted again um so it picks up at the end of that season and it is fucking wild i gotta watch it that have you seen the first season i've seen the first season yeah okay this season is even more you're like all right so just to preface this like i know this is very one-sided sure this is looking at him as the you know the good guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, this wants you to, you know, feel empathize. a certain uh, empathize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with that out the way, <laughs> like I understand that that's his way. It's so hard not to see the justice system as some bullshit. It's wild. I mean, I've never felt that it was not, you know, but it's just like, this is a white dude we're talking about. Mm. Like it doesn't work for him. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, yeah. You, uh, we fuck. <laughs> it's, it's bizarre. Because he has a new lawyer, and she's like this all-star lawyer, and she's just like, she's like, he should have never gotten, they should have even never gotten this far. It's like, this wow. is such an easy way to prove that he didn't do this. And then, like, going, trying to recreate crime, like, the scene a decade later. Shit. Like, it's it's mind-boggling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, how? Shit, I'm going to watch This must this be now. so frustrating. Like, yeah, and when yeah, I'm yeah. watching it, like, there's a, his, his cousin 
or nephew or whatever. Oh my god! Got, got arrested too for um, he was being coerced, and it's like you're watching him not like make a false confession. And the first thing you see him make a, this false confession, and it's like very obviously that he was pressured into doing this. And these judges and these fucking lawyers and shit know how to spin it in such a way where, like, yo, he was a 16-year-old kid who has, like, mental disabilities, mm-hmm. obviously. Like, right. you can just see it. Yeah. Like, and it's like, ugh, it's so frustrating. But it's a great watch, man. Yeah. It is a very frustrating show. It's very stressful. If you've ever been to court ever in your life, oh. you're going to be like, ah, flashbacks. <laughs> like, it's so fucked up. If you've ever been to Sheesh. jail before, like, if you've ever been in lockup, Damn. You're gonna be like, "Fuck, get yeah, me out of here!" Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's it's good, it's good, man. And yeah, it, <laughs> I watched the first season and I was super into it. And I remember the season second two season two came out and I was like, "Oh, I, I didn't get a chance to watch it yet." Yeah, I didn't even know it was out. It. Like, yeah. I was like, "Oh, let me see what this is." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh man, this is great." Yeah, I I, I mean, I love the true crime wave. I'm still on that that wave. I, I fell off of um, Crime Town the season one. I just kind of wasn't feeling it. Mm-hmm. I was listening to that for a while and I just like I just kind of found it a little dull to be honest. Um, Bernard actually uh, sent us a question about uh, Serial season, I think season two or season three. <clears throat> and I'm actually, I, I've been holding off on that question because I want to listen to it first. So I might just jump into that now. But I also like really want to see this as well. Uh, but yeah, man, this is this is making me really, really want to jump into this. So it's good. Forgot that it's it was good, here. It's good, man. Um, yeah, mine is also a Netflix suggestion. Uh, there's there's a new show by Hassan Minaj, the comedian who used to be on the, on the Daily Show. Um, he had a couple of stand up uh, things on. He had one stand up thing on Netflix that I thought was pretty excellent. Um, and he has a new show called Patriot Act that releases an episode every Sunday. Mm-hmm. So um, should be out today. It should yeah, we watched a new episode out today? Uh, it's it's a really cool show. So it's it's basically like a, a pretty uh, a new format. It's it's kind of like. He, the way he mentions it is like it's like a TED talk if Michael Bay directed it because he, he's on a stage and then these like huge LEDs behind him that have animations yeah. and video clips and and he talks you he talks to the audience and to you the viewer about these relevant topics so it's about like you know the Saudi uh, the Saudi journalist who was who was murdered right, at the embassy yeah. he breaks that all down he talks about um, Amazon this past episode he mm. talked about I forgot what the first first one was but he's really. Uh, did you watch oh, it? Yeah, I watched the first two episodes. Um, I forgot. I think already. the Saudi oh, one oh. was the first one. It was the the the, the court the case against uh, Harvard. Harvard, yeah, yeah, yeah about, the Asian uh, Alliance or whatever. Yeah, and they're trying to potentially uh, get rid of um, affirmative action. affirmative action, which is like kind of scary and 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 pretty wild. But he breaks it down in these really funny ways, and he's also like naturally this like pretty pretty hilarious comedian, and he has mm. he has a very pr- uh, particular perspective. Um, I believe his, his parents are from India. Yeah, the, he he's Indian and a Muslim and Muslim. Yeah, yeah. and uh, but he's from like Cali, so he's right. like he's he's like us. He's yeah, an American right, right, right. kid. Um, but he but he makes all these like really dope sports analogies, like hip hop analogies, and like he just he simplifies it and boils it down into like these really dope jokes, and like he it, it and he makes these really like kind of. Um, you know, important conclusions, and and obviously there's a slant to it, a, li- a very yeah. liberal slant to it. But like, it's pretty like it's very entertaining. It's, very it's good. like thirty second like bites. Um, I mean thirty second, thirty minute bites, and uh, yeah, it's just a fun watch. Like, yeah, I highly recommend when, it. When I was when we were talking about it last week, I showed you like like that clip where he just like, yeah. says some like fu- like such a hard hitting thing, and it's just yeah. like oof. he he's not pulling punches, not at all. And I I think Hassan Minaj is very important. Um. I think he's going to go down as one of these, like, guys. Like, yeah. Like, just, I don't know. He's just one of the important comedians. He may not be, like, the funniest guy, 
but he's just like very good and he has he knows what he wants to do right and i think he's just going to be important to our culture in some way like yeah, i, yeah, I yeah. like the guy a lot yeah um i like him you know like sure, sure, sure. you know he's just like ah that, he's a good dude yeah he's also like you can tell he's pretty humble and like he's he's like you can tell based off of his like his energy that he's not taking this shit lightly not at all, and yeah. I, I was actually what i mean damn, i keep forgetting the fucking name of this show but i, I promise you there's a really good interview show which between this guy and like performers mm-hmm. some he's opened it up to like performers now not just actors but it's called. I mean, I'm gonna look it up while I talk about it. But there's this, he has this like sit down interview where he's talking about uh, with Hassan Minaj about like you know how his parents they they still kind of don't understand the and this is a very first generation American thing. I, I can speak to this from experience where like I've actually spe- spoken about it also with with other colleagues of mine who are also like kind of first generation American kids, and it's like you know we grow up as Americans and we have very different. Um, we have very different uh, ideals and mm-hmm. these these different goals in mind of what we want to see our lives head. And um, sometimes our parents don't understand them. So like, and they probably never will. But hopefully you can you can you can you can expect. Okay, yeah, I fucking finally found it. It's called the uh, the off camera show. So go to oh, youtube.com slash the off camera show. These are fucking amazing interviews. And there's a series of like small clips from a larger discussion. I think each episode is actually like thirty minutes, but. Um, these are like th- three, four, or five minute clips, and he's talking about how like things that really meant, like made an impact in his life and and stuff like that. And and he talks about, you know, how he used to sneak out of his house to go perform stand up, and his father doesn't really understand why he wanted to do this, and just really cool stuff, man. So you can tell he's like not taking this lightly, this this opportunity, and it and it shows. Like the show is fucking amazing, it's phenomenal, and he just knocked it out of the park. And like you said, I agree, he's going to be one of the greats. So yeah. Um, all right, cool. So just to wrap it up, uh, making a murderer season two, go watch that man. It's, it's stressful. <laughs> yeah, some 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 pretty good recommendations this week. And, and Patriot Act, if you want to just kind of also be depressed, but yeah, no, he, laugh a little. He, like, again, just to harp on that, like he makes stuff so palatable. Yeah, and like I don't know, I'm not the smartest person. I don't keep up with current events as Same. much as I should be. But um, it's good to catch up on that stuff. Totally, yeah. totally. Um, all right, cool. So. Uh, yeah, before we wrap up the show, how can the people find you online? You can find me um, on Twitter and Instagram at Cappy Can't Lose. That's C-A-P-I-C-A-N-T-L-O-S-E. Um, yeah, add me, man. And we'll just like chop it up and I'll put up stupid videos. Hell yeah. I'll put up my uh, my uh, yearbook photos and shit. Oh my God. You almost killed me with that <laughs> shit. I like almost like choked on my spit while I was laughing. Um, you can find me uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Polymyo, P-O-L-I-M, as in Mary, A-Y-O. I, I usually tweet out all of my Kotaku shit, so um, follow me on there and follow my work. Um, check it out sometime. But yeah, thank you so much for listening this week. If you have any questions and or comments, send them to our email directly at questions at the-optional.com. Mm-hmm. We would love to hear from you. Please make sure to subscribe. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and Anchor now. So if you could please take a minute to also rate and review the podcast on iTunes. That helps us uh, spread the word. So it helps us show up on you know other people's radars, other people's you might be interested in, stuff like yeah. that. Help us spread the audience out a little more. We've been growing, man. Yeah. And we just want to thank you. Yeah, that. word. That's fucking dope. To so everybody who's, who's written a review and rated the podcast, we, I mean, seriously, like all we can ask for is your time and some of you are even nice enough to give us money so that's amazing speaking of which if you like the show and want to give us a buck a month uh please go over to our patreon which is still like in i'm gonna phase it out over the course of the month but i'd, I'd recommend you following us on anchor you download the anchor app and uh 
uh, becoming a supporter on there. You can just like kind of hit the little become a supporter button, uh, add your card, and you can just give us a buck a month, and it really just helps us fuel the show. Yeah. Um, it just helps us pay for the emails, pay for things that we want to do down the road, and you know, pay for little things here and there, maybe even better equipment. So it really just helps us keep going. Um, keep going. Your support means the world to us. So our homepage is theoptionalpodcast.com. That's where you can find the show and share it with your friends. As always, we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash theoptionalnyc and Twitter at theoptionalnyc. Our show's music is by the one and only Levi Pack. You can find him on Twitter at underscore L-E-V-I-P-A-C-K. Until next time, everybody. I want to be a cowboy, man. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.